We're back, baby. <laughs> In person? No, I haven't. And I'm a little bit upset about it. I've seen I it love that we're time. five seconds in and he's already yelling into the microphone. <laughs> like literally the they first made, sentence he's made me screaming that into the microphone. <laughs> I told you. Not only three seconds into the podcast, but 15 seconds removed from telling him not to yell into the microphone. <laughs> no, I haven't seen the new Corvette. I thought for sure there would be one at the Cars and Coffee mm. two weeks ago or whatever it was. Was there not? Not that I saw. Mm. I got wrapped up talking to, I, well, everybody, let's be honest. Yeah, it kind of uh, disappeared fair. for a minute that's there. Fair. Well, it's just all of my friends that I haven't seen for 900 months. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I saw some I saw some cool skylines. I saw a couple of cool, um, actually, the coolest car that I saw there was a manual RT four wheel drive Civic wagon. Oh yeah, and it wasn't even at Cars and Coffee. It was just it, in the it, Starbucks parking lot. It was just like cruising by. No, it was just parked <laughs> oh, in the Starbucks, okay. like a like a Starbucks, you know, employee. Oh, okay. Yeah, daily driver. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Love it. Best car at the show. So, the the last time we recorded, we put out a normal episode of just us was November twenty nineteen. Wow. So it's been a, it's been a minute, like a year and a half plus. There have been, there's been something since then, though, right? The we did the VMSC interview episode with Billy and uh, John Corbin, and that released in like February 2020, but that was actually recorded, I want to say, in like December. Hmm. Yeah, it took me forever to get around to actually putting it out. Interesting. Well, um, so it's it's been a minute. Uh, and I think we all kind of know why, obviously, obvious reasons. Um, 2020 was a crazy year and now we're halfway through 2021 and we finally got off our asses to do this again. (laughs) It only took a long time, but Hey, we're we're back. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like some people are just now getting their, their vaccine shots and some people are just getting jobs again. Some people are having a hard time with that. What? Who's yeah. who's having a hard time getting a job? Well, I could literally name you right now <laughs> thirty places that are hiring. I could point. True, that's fair. At five, yeah. from here. But I mean, a lot of restaurants are still like low staffed, and people are, are they need they need more people. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Every everybody is hiring. Yeah, job finding a job right now should not be a difficult thing. But if you are looking for a job, enterprise is hiring for maintenance techs, ASE master techs. And uh, partners, like I don't know, like like service writer, no, type? like office people, like oh. uh, insurance type, typey, like I resell see. market crap, the boring <laughs> stuff. If you want a boring job, let me know. <laughs> so, last time, I think the last time I remember we ta- us talking about your job, you did not want to tell people where you worked. It's it pretty quiet. It's pretty. It's pretty well documented on okay. instagram at this point um i think that the comedy that comes with my job is worth is yeah worth it, you know yeah so for sure yeah but 
comes Hertz into the territory, I suppose. Hertz is out of business or bankrupt or something. I don't know. So Are they really? Yeah. yeah. We uh, we ended up buying a lot of Hertz cars when hmm. um, so when computer chips became unavailable, we could no longer get new cars. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Corey's mm-hmm. a, Corey and I are both a little yep. bit bitter about Yeah, just a little bit bitter. Um, not being able to buy graphics cards. Is it the chip shortage or the Bitcoin bros? It's, or both? Well, it's, a li- it's both. Um, because the cards that are becoming available are instantly being bought by, I mean, you know. Crypto farms. Well, bots. People with bots. 25% apparently. Really? 25% of graphics card, new graphics cards are going to crypto miners. That's insane. Oh, I just meant like, like when one when one goes on the market, they're immediately sold out. Oh, yeah. Instantaneously. Like, I'll be waiting in the queue. You know, oh, I'll yeah. do the draws oh, and all yeah. that garbage. For sure. I never sure. even get a chance. No, not even close. So, anyways. Anyways, what are you drinking, Pierce? Uh, a Lagunitas Hazy Wonder, which is a hazy IPA. With uh, Sabro, Sabro, Citra, Cashmere, and Comet Hops. I literally only bought it because it said Comet Hops. Mm. I've never heard of that before. I don't know that I have either. I've definitely heard of like Galaxy Hops. Really? But not Comet Hops. Hmm. It's a new one for me. Galaxy and um, Simcoe. uh, What's the other one that I can't think of the name of right now? That's really helpful. Yeah, it's great. I'm sorry. I'm failing. (laughs) What are you drinking, Jerk? Deleted. Uh, (laughs) I am drinking a Stone Buena Vesa salt and lime lager. It is a pretty light beer, but it is delightful in hot weather, which we are not having right now. So this is great. That is a really, really great beer. It's definitely Mm. one of the best summer summertime drinks that yeah i think that I was is out right now pleasantly surprised by that beer yep yeah. have, have you tried so i think hardywood tried to jump on this game as well they released a lime version of their richmond lager and i i will speak for myself obviously but i think it is absolutely terrible it, it is it like bud light lime yes yeah. okay it's yeah. awful yeah. except there it is. Yeah, but like is. but it's it's a Richmond Lager is darker than Bud Light, like heavier than Bud Light, but it has like the lime flavor that's in it. To me, I could be totally making this up. I don't know how they made it, but it tastes very artificial lime flavor. Like to me. the um, Tostitos hint of lime. Kind of. I'm going to ruin all y'all's day and tell you that to me, the Tostitos hint of lime, when I'm eating them, just it's just Fruit Loops. I just feel like I'm putting Fruit Loops in my mouth. It has the flavor of Fruit Loops. What? Okay. okay. All right. Now I, you're gonna think of that the next time you're eating those chips, and you're not probably, gonna be able to eat them anymore. It's, it's not the same, but I think it's probably a similar chemical that they use to make that flavor. Yeah, it's, I would it's guess. the citrus. Yeah, the, citrus. the the fake. For sure. The sure. fake green. <laughs> it's, it tastes like purple. I don't know. <laughs> I am drinking uh, one of my current favorites. Um, New Belgium put out hard seltzers. And they're oh. just some of the best that I've had. I haven't been able to try those yet. Holy cow. I'm drinking pink lemonade right now. Oh, can I try it? Yeah. yeah, it's super good. They have, I think, three or maybe four flavors. Okay. And they're just like, the, it, it feels like they actually made it with fruit juice or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, it's not just fake. Yeah. Uh, have you had these? I have not. Let me give it a shot. Um, um, in addition to that, I have some whiskey because, you know, why not? Fancy boy. Right. Yeah. I, well. And for those interested, it's the Whistle Pig 12-year rye. I came without tequila today on purpose. Oh, that's that's nice of you. Yeah. 
I'm just going to have of us. Yeah, I was. I was thinking of the episode that we had to <laughs> totally can because, yeah, anyway. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was almost two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I will give a quick shout out to um, our audio arrangement right now, uh, courtesy, courtesy of our friend Adam. He was a super bro and let us borrow some some actual real life gear so we all have microphones and hopefully hopefully it sounds a lot better than the echo fest it was before hopefully yeah and uh it should continue to be better for uh the remainder of this podcast and he, he sh- he'll probably be on in a, a near future episode hopefully because he had some cool car things happen to him in the last year or two or so i would say Oh, okay. Corey, did you have anything interesting happen car-wise over the last year? I have had absolutely nothing interesting happen car-wise <laughs> over the last year. Jordan, how about you? <laughs> okay, so I want to... Sorry, sorry. I will say I did help my girlfriend buy a Jeep. So that's kind of cool, I guess. And also you have a girlfriend. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, that's something yeah. significant. Yeah, but it's not a cool car thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a car thing. Okay, you yeah. did say car thing. You I did, did say car. Okay, did you have any big life things happen over the now the last year? I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> nice, very good. What about you, Jordan? Oh boy, you had one. I have. I think I have a couple of things. Um, but one thing I wanted to say really quick, relating to your your car <laughs> odyssey, was. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was listening to the the November episode earlier today in preparation for recording here just to know what we talked about. Mm. And we talked about how Corey wanted to get rid of his RAV4 and his Volkswagen to buy an ND Miata. And we talked about this exact same thing like two weeks ago. Oh, really? <laughs> it's been like a year and a half. <laughs> and they're both still in the driveway. Yep. Has the GTI moved? Nope. <laughs> Should push it off a cliff. Well, yeah. I mean, we could just push it into the road, and that way he gets at least the insurance money. That's, you know. There's, there's, okay. Craig, shut it down. Shut, shut it, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? How, Pierce, how about you go first? Because I have a okay. lot to talk about yeah. in this I, segment. Um, so, when, as I was saying before, when COVID first hit and everything started shutting down, we stopped being able to get new cars. And people stopped traveling. So the smaller rental car agencies like Hertz and Avis were actually really hurting. And Hertz did declare bankruptcy and basically shut down like 90% of their branches and the service facility that they had here in Richmond for a while. So we bought a lot of Hertz cars. I don't remember why I was talking about that. But so for a while when COVID first hit, I was able to maintain my work hours, but um, as we were like in fleeting and servicing all those Hertz cars, but then eventually that kind of petered off, and uh, they cut back my hours at Enterprise. I ended up having to pick up a second job at Amazon, and then I picked up a third job at ABC, the Virginia ABC store, which is our liquor store. So for like five or six months, I was working like 110 hours a week. I mean, I wasn't able to go anywhere or see anybody, so you know why not? I did also rebuild my dad's utility trailer. It's just like a wood plank. What is it? 15 by 8 or something like that. So I replaced all the wood. It was all rotten and treated a bunch of rust. We got new hubs and bearings and tires, and I re-ran all the wiring, and that took um, about four days. (laughs) So... Uh, made good time on that one. Well, Jeez. it was it was like I had nothing else to do, so it was, you know, 
yeah, and then I just worked my tail off for, like I said, five or six months or something like that until Enterprise picked back up, and then I was working at ABC store. I quit Amazon. And I've just been working, man. You know, if COVID did anything for me, it was less restful. You know, I didn't really accomplish anything, so I got divorced. I mean, hey. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That's a lot of yeah, work on I, its own. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Did Did you? When did you buy? Yeah. This all right. Motor? So okay, that's fair. There is a Beams motor sitting right here to my right, with a I forget the code of the transmission. It's this Alteza six speed, yeah. whatever that is that came with the Beams black top. It's the third series, not the fifth series Beams. So it's not the best one, but it's a good one. Better than a red top. So oh, t- yeah. tell me a little bit about this motor. This is the 3SGTE? It is a 3SGE. Excuse me. It is the manual version of the 3SGE, which is good for like 25 more horsepower, I think. I have no idea. the automatic version. It's it's like a Yamaha-designed Toyota engine that was sold only in Japan. Um, I got it for a song off of a friend of mine who I know actually through RX-7s. At the, at the time when they were new, they were one of the higher, like one of the highest specific output four cylinders on the market. Mm-hmm. They make like what 180 horsepower for a two liter or to something wheel, like that. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty freaking good. Yeah, for you mean for NA motors? Yes, for yeah. NA yeah, motor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, until the the F series came out and destroyed the universe. <laughs> Fair enough. So what's the plan? Well, the plan. So the so I have had a 4AGE Silvertop in my storage unit for like years. And initially the plan was to swap that into the Corona. But as I got to like piecing and pricing all the parts and stuff to make it convert it to rear wheel drive from front wheel drive, it was like, in my mind, I was literally like, I could buy a beams motor for this, this money that I'm about to spend. I just had an enormous brain fart. I, <laughs> you mean converting the motor yeah. from front wheel drive to rear wheel drive because not converting the car oh yeah, yeah. which well, is definitely yeah. already rear wheel drive i was so Max. confused for a yeah, second you have you have to like relocate the distributor. Uh, have, it's it's yeah, it's all kinds it's of like stuff. everything the whole drive yeah. system has to be rerun with specific brackets um the cooling system that goes behind the head is like i, I mean it you all, have to it all has that. to be redone yep and then the the 4a ge motors are like tilted like, not really. Is it like 15 degrees or something? Not, it's not much, if any. Well, it was going to be an issue trying to get an oil pan figured out. Oh, you can't um, just use like an A86 oil pan? I don't know. For I'm like, going to try to use... I don't I don't know what I'm going to use in the Corona. That's you, my issue. Do you still have the silver top? No, I sold okay. it. Okay. So yeah, I sold the silver top uh, to fund the beams. And so now it's just sitting over there. I was at least a year ago now. <laughs> But I've the plan is that it's going to go it. in the Corona mm-hmm. at some point. Yep, and just be a burnout monster. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. Me too. And uh, now that this dope. now that this information is out in public, hopefully somebody will hold me accountable. Yeah, well, I mean, and maybe I'm... tell me what I need to know about doing <laughs> this thing. Mounts and a mega squirt. I don't know. Well, there's a you guy. You need a mega squirt. Just mounts and an exhaust. Just run the stock ECU for a while. Well, yeah. I could, but that's tricky. How does I know that that particular six-speed that comes on those motors has a very wonky shifter position for older Toyotas. Yeah. Like the eight-six guys, if you run if you run that swap in an eight-six, it puts the shifter like by your hip. 
Yes. In the car. It's very far back. Yes. Is it the same issue in the Corona? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. But you may um, end up needing to try to swap that for like an A86. No, we'll see. The thing about it is that what's the name of the company? Um, there are there are several different companies that make shifter, like whole shifter assemblies. So the like shifter relocation kits. Yeah, like Ooh. so you see that stand? They call it the shifter stand. Mm. That all just unbolts, and then there's like a linkage, like a, um, a dowel pinned in link to the actual shifter, and it, you can just kind of order whatever you want and most of them are adjustable in some manner um so it shouldn't be an issue i've got probably Neat. five inches there that i could bring it forward yeah you do yeah you do <laughs> <laughs> oh that was good there is a ford eight and a half inch or 8.8 410 gear ratio locking solid axle four ten there in the corner yep yep yeah, uh, so I went to the junkyard that's right across the street here. Yeah. Expecting to walk away with like a, what is it, 380 or something? Usually 383 or something like that. Even that's that's really high for a truck too, I feel like. That well, was, for a, like an excursion or something. I no, think. so th this would be like an, this this actually, this 410 came out of an Explorer. Mm. Um, I got I got super, super lucky to find that 410 differential. Is that there. five by four and a half? It is, yep. Mm. And... What's cool about it is that once I shorten it, I can swap in Mustang uh, Fox body axles. Yeah, and make it four lug if I wanted to match yeah, the could. front of the car. Yes, you could. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's all Legos, man. It's just all the Ford stuff fits in there, and I the got the is... whole thing for like seventy bucks. And I'm talking about from rotor to rotor. Like, there's calipers on there, there's hoses on there, there's a, a, a speed sensor on nice. there. Yeah. That's awesome. Throwing that on the Corona, possibly? Yeah, I mean, that's the idea. Because yeah. the differential that's in there is already making a bunch yeah. of noise, and it's you know it was created to handle 50 horsepower. So. That's probably a better gear ratio, like a more aggressive gear ratio than what's in it now. Because if it's anything like oh, yeah. my wagon, mine was like a three. That's, or, like, that's like a 260-something. Oh, dear God. Because that's an automatic car. Was it like mm. a three-speed? It's yeah, it's a three-speed automatic. Ooh, yeah, it's a yeah. really tall. Gotta yeah. be a real tall gear, gear it's ratio. It's awful. It's terrible. And I figured with the six-speed transmission that ha that the Beams has, the four tens should not kill too much gas mileage. Hopefully, anyways. Well, with know. the Beams, you want to be able to to rev it out too and have fun with it. So as long as it does burnouts. Oh, I have I have every confidence. fat skids. I have all the confidence that it will do burnouts. Yeah. Maybe not with those ten-inch wide wheels on it. Well, no. <laughs> Are you going to go around trying to chop the youths? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, if, if, if my new job experience has taught me anything, it's that the youths, a lot of them have money, and a lot of them are very, 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 very fast cars now. Okay. You mean they bought yes. low cars? That too. <laughs> but also like 700 horsepower KA powered 240s. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, it's not going to be a race car. I just want to be able to enjoy driving it. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. That's going to be sweet, and I'm very excited for you. Thanks. And if you ever, I know you hate having other people around helping, help, quote unquote, yeah. helping you wrench, but I am down to sit and drink beers and watch you wrench. It's mostly just because I don't know what I'm doing 90% of the time. So that's your job, though. <laughs> I hear you, though. Like yeah, yeah. yeah like just, if you if you have the the boys over, you want to be able to like 
have them do stuff. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And when yeah, you're, when yeah. you're sitting there just trying to figure stuff out, yeah. like it. And then we're just then I'm just gonna get mad at you because I'm trying to think and I don't know what I'm doing. So it's just like that's fair. Stop pressuring me. <laughs> Peer pressure. Yeah. So no. tune in for our first episode of 2024 when you'll hear <laughs> the Corona start up for the first time. Has uh, anything else interesting happened in your car life, Pierce? Um. Is it? Are you? Is there something specific you're thinking? No, because no, I can't. I'm. I'm not thinking okay. of anything specific. I honestly like time is made up and everything is fake right now, so it's yeah, hard. To, it's hard to remember like what was happening when we last recorded. So like, were you driving Jessica when we last recorded? I don't. I don't. I literally don't remember. I think that you were. I think that it was running. Um, the alignment for a long time has been especially cool. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I was having a real issue with bump steer and just, uh, mm-hmm. it did not feel good to drive. I was very uncomfortable driving it. Mm-hmm. So about three months ago, I lowered it three inches and oh. now it handles perfectly. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> so. so weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, I am yeah. um, I am curious about these blue wheels up on the rack. They're what? purple, thank you very okay. much. Oh, they Excuse definitely me, are. Yeah, they're, uh, they're glitter purple. Okay. Um, I will show them to you right now. Okay. Yeah, we can cut out this dead air. That's fine. Whoa. So. Okay. Are those steelies? No. They're... Oh, gosh. Sorry, I could have given you more room. So these are either weld racing drag lights or rock crushers. But. Okay. They came off of a Ford Ranger, so they're 5x114. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, they are. Who puts those on a Ranger? Well, they're, okay, so they're off-road wheels. Is the whole oh. point. Yeah. So they're okay. like, what are they? Fifteen, sixteen. They're fifteen by ten. Oh my god. With a what was the offset? I calculated it to be like a negative thirty offset or something. Yeah, like it looks like it. Yeah. Dear yeah. God. So they're uh, they're also powder coated. Glitter um, purple. What was the name he gave me? Like. Um, cosmic purple or something like that, that. sounds appropriate yeah. maybe i just don't have a lot of experience with powder coated wheels but that the whole wheel is powder coated yeah, yeah not just like the center or, you know it's uh, all purple yeah, it, like the, where yeah. the tire in the inside where like the tire would be and everything. Yeah, yeah yeah the whole thing is purple that's pretty yeah. standard for okay well, no that's yeah. fair yeah. that's that, honestly it seems easier now that i think about yeah. it but yeah for sure um and it it can't be it can't really be damaged at all if it's yeah. been treated right. And so, what are those for? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's that's legitimate. I, yeah, I understand that for sure. They were like, I don't know. I was trying to trade. I was trying to sell some tires or something, and somebody was like, "I got these things." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, sweet." That's about the most you thing I can think of. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm here for you, buddy. Uh, so yeah, those are those. I got out my um, those diamond racing steelies that I have, yes. the gold ones, yes. um, the other day because I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, yeah, I I have these wheels and I I had planned to put them on my my Miata, but they, then they weighed forty seven pounds each yeah. and you know yeah, so I but then I it had been probably three years since I'd even looked at them, so I just like went out in the garage and opened one of the oh, boxes yeah. and was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> these are pretty. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, you like liquidated a bunch of Miata stuff recently too, right? Yeah, I I've gotten rid of some of it. Some of it. Um, I've been. Oh. 
I've been trying to to clear out the garage, mm. um, you know, because it's absolutely overrun. Yeah. Well, okay. Look at where we're sitting right now, uh, bro. It literally it does. Nice it does not compare. Okay. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. But I, you know, I want to be able to do car things again at some point. Cause it's been forever. Or at least like. like work on Joel's Jeep. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So. Well. All right. Jordan. So 2020. There was a year. It I think cer- it certainly was a year. I don't um, remember most of it. I had a lot of things happen in 2020. I know you did. So. In early 2020, a week before COVID hit, in fact, I applied for a job at a local high-performance shop, thinking like, oh, you know, I'm the parts guy. I've been a parts guy for a while. and like, oh, this place is looking for a parts guy. That's pretty cool. Uh, so I applied, and then the next week, COVID hit. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. Hours start getting cut at the body shop, which I already kind of hated. But long story short... I ended up getting that job much later than I thought I would. But, I mean, you know, a month and a half later they called me and now I'm there. And it's has its own issues, but I like it a lot better than body shop crap. So, yeah, new job, which is fun. I also had my first child. So I'm a dad now. Hey! Yeah. There it is. She, she, was, she was not a COVID baby. We found out. Uh, around New Year's, so like three months before COVID. Didn't you find out on your anniversary? I believe so. I believe we yeah. did find out on our anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's another reason why I one 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 of the many constraints that I have now is that I have to work around baby stuff. So that's that makes things difficult, as I'm sure Pierce is oh, yeah. well familiar oh, with. Yeah. Also in that time, I'm, it's funny, in the in the, the episode I listened to today from November, uh, I was raging because I was going to go pick up a two-wheel dolly from somebody on Facebook that just kind of ghosted me. I ended up oh. buying a, back in like May or something, I bought a ru- piece of garbage, home-built, rusty-ass... Oh, good. Holy right in my chin. <laughs> right in, oh, I thought it went in your uh, crotch. All right. So, bought a trailer. It was a rusty piece of crap home-built trailer I bought for like 600 bucks off of Facebook Marketplace. And it looks like something that came from the Middle East as like a desert utility Kinda. trailer or something. Yeah. It's the most not light-looking trailer. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's quite heavy. It is yeah. all steel. Yeah. Um... It also it, so it was like it was a flat deck trailer that had just like quarter inch steel plate, and like so I cut out the center sections and each section weighed at least like two hundred fifty three hundred pounds. I could barely move them like by myself, but yeah, I, I completely restored that over a couple of months. New brakes, axles, all new wiring. I wire wheeled by hand every inch of the top, sides, and bottom of that trailer and repainted it with like i think it's like agricultural machinery enamel supposed to be desert tan but it's definitely bright yellow um yeah i was kind of disappointed with that but yeah new trailer 
been serving me very well for several track events. Um, Is it as tall as it looks? I'm ashamed to say I've never seen it. In it's pretty tall. The fen- I don't know if it's the deck height relative to the fenders or if the fenders are just kind of weirdly low, but I can open the door of the Corolla over the fenders. Mm. So does it have springs? Yes, it has leaf springs mm-hmm. with like one of those little pivot things in the middle because right, right. it's a double axle trailer. Right. Does it have brakes? Uh, on one axle, yes. Cool. Eventually, okay. it will have brakes on both axles because I, I retained one of the original axles, which are a weird – use a weird hub that's not available anymore. So I, I one of them, I, when I wanted to put brakes on it, I needed to change the whole axle to get okay. conventional-sized hubs. So it originally had brakes on all four wheels. No, it did not have any brakes. Oh, oh, oh. Also, oh. The, the way that the tongue beam stuck out was like by itself and was bending and would have broken, I'm pretty sure, within like two uses. Um, so I triangulated everything and upgraded like the design of the entire thing. So it was a whole it was a whole thing, but now it's a great trailer. works works well for what I do. Regular engineer. Uh, what else? And t- so in 2020, I achieved like a personal goal of hitting Summit Point, Dominion, and VIR. Uh, I hit all three in that year, which was really really cool. R.I.P. Dominion. Uh, soon to be R.I.P. Dominion. Yeah, they're not doing hardly anything over there anymore the also in 2020 the corolla got a roll bar electric power steering a new transmission with good gear ratios which was the most recent thing right that, like that was most recent that was thing. just i because Actually, I, no, that was 21 so it was 2021 yeah i was gonna say that was just like a couple months ago right yeah so now it has an ae92 gts five-speed transmission in it with the correct like closer ratio gears which is a lot more fun to drive oh i have electric power steering now yeah. uh from a saturn view which was a lot of fun to put in yeah, yeah we well, should we should talk more about that in a we second should talk more about because that. that's a really cool thing that well, you did because also how many times did you pull an electric power steering motor out of a saturn view jordan oh, okay. yeah i did not realize there were two generations of the saturn whole view. time we were pulling this motor i was like are you sure <laughs> are you really sure i thought i was sure i fe- i sure felt sure <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you that much okay so dumb question when did you buy the forerunner uh, I want to say like August or September 2019. Has oh. it been that long, really? There, I talked about it on at least one episode. Okay, yeah. Okay. I've also modified the Forerunner a little bit in term, not so like in terms of suspension or engine or anything, but I have outfitted it to make it a more ideal tow vehicle slash temporary hotel room at the track. So that's pretty cool. I have like. I made little heat reflective uh, window things so I can put them all up and have some privacy and also uh, not freeze to death or bake to death in the car, which is cool. Yeah, just basic stuff to make it do what it does better. I'm not. I have no aspirations of trying to make that two wheel drive Forerunner into a a uh, like off road thing. But I mean, it could be a nice little like trail runner or something yeah i mean just all you really need for that is like a a, rear locker well i wouldn't even say that just uh, a leveling kit and some ats my my i do have all-terrain tires on it now because i used i used to get stuck in the dirt in my backyard which sucked those ruts are still there but now i have like okay all-terrain tires because it's still my daily so i don't want to go crazy with it but it's it's on all-terrains kumo something all-terrains I have plans to put Bilsteins on it and probably some airbag helpers, helpers. in the rear for the, for towing. Because those are like 100 bucks on Amazon. They're, they're not expensive. Yeah, they're 
the Firestone ones, the good ones, are only like a few hundred dollars, really. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. They're very affordable. Yeah. Um, I mean, dumb question. Would you need? Wouldn't you need a compressor? No. Or no, is you it like you a run, sealed unit. Well, you run like the nylon airlines to a Schrader valve, like a tire Schrader valve. Like so you, oh, you inflate them. Bumper or something. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So cool. Some that's guys cool. will hide it up inside the gas cap, so you just open that and it's in there. Oh, that's a good idea. That's actually a really good idea. I need a bottle opener. Uh, I have a shoe. You had a keys earlier, right? They're somewhere over there. They're in your pocket. Mm, they are. It's okay. He has my shoe. There you go. Thanks. This is a Star Hill Ramble On Juicy IPA. Do Historically, you, I hate Star Hill beers. I was about to say, I am not generally a fan of Star I Hill. I'm curious to see how that is. Star Hill beers. I have not been disquiet about that. There is, there's one that I like, and I cannot think of what it's called right now. Um, it, you they know, have a Starry Night Stout or something. It's a darker. I was going to say Starry like Night, okay. but... But it's not fantastic. There are just better options. Nah, sure, yeah. I'm sure if we were like... Charlottesville natives, we might feel a little bit differently because they're that would be our brewery. But I mean, I'd rather go to Three Notched. True, facts. true. This is actually. Have you not been bad. there? Have you been to Three Notched? I have not. You would love it. I'm sure I would. They're they love like, their beer. They, okay, yeah, their beer is great, but they're like they're like restaurant whatever you call it area oh, yeah. it's like a giant public house it's just like yeah. it's huge it feels anyways like this huge room full of these really long tables like with, an oktoberfest hall yeah Ooh. yeah it's awesome and you just like go up to the to the like counter or whatever and order you know order whatever food and i think they maybe give you a number yeah. I, it's been a while since i totally there, forgot that i have actually been there it was a while ago but yeah it's so, a gorgeous facility you so think we need to do that yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm down. Sandra would be all about that as well. I feel like we tried to do that on one of the previous Blue Ridge cruises. <clears throat> oh, maybe. maybe. Anyways, this beer, the Ramblon Juicy IPA, is not bad. I would, I would drink this again. Oh, Intentionally. <laughs> Intentionally. <laughs> you would seek it out. I would. Hmm. Because for some reason, Juicy and Hazy's are becoming less prevalent. That's kind of pissing me off. You think so? I mean, maybe it's just the season. Maybe it's just because of COVID. But I've not been able to, like, just walk up to... Like, it used to be you could just walk up to the grocery store cooler, and Juicy Hazies were everywhere. Now it seems like seltzers, hard seltzers. Oh, yeah. Seltzers are so hot right now. Space. For sure. For sure. And, I mean, they're yeah. okay, but... I a real beer, man. I, I understand. I am addicted to seltzers. They are... Seltzers are my, fine on the beach. My jam, and that's right where now. they should stay. I the, do appreciate a Sun Crush. Sun Crush is good. Yes. I was gonna say there's um, a juicy hazy that is by Stone, which they make like seven of them. Yeah. So is it I, Fear Movie Lions? That's not. It, a it was Fear Movie Lions. So Fear Movie that's Lions. Not juicy, I don't think. But anyways. It's good. I love it, the Fear it Movie Lions. Might have just been described as hazy or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So I I remember having Fear Movie Lions and absolutely loving it. Just like yes. it was a phenomenal beer. I thought it was amazing. Yes. I had it at a cookout a couple weeks ago. Garbage. Literally totally tasted, different beer. It literally tasted like soap. Was like it skunked? I, I don't think so because it was fresh. Like uh, um, I think it was at the brewery. I uh, like I literally think I I think Adam bought it at the store and brought it straight from like the Kroger or whatever 
and mm-hmm. I like cracked like the first one. Yeah. And it was just not good. I don't know what it was so weird. I, I gave it away. Like I couldn't drink really? it. Yeah. Wow. It just I, I don't know why. I, don't, I have no idea why. Because I feel like I've loved that beer in the yeah, past. Yeah, and, I, and, and like hazy IPAs are kind of my jam. I love them. They're so, delicious. So the Fear Movie Lions is actually technically a double New England IPA. Well, New England is the hazy style IPA. Yes. That's kind of what it is, right? Well, I guess. But it's not like – it's not juicy per se. Okay. Um, but, Fair enough. Yeah, but, I mean, but regardless, yeah, I remember no, having the beer in the past and yes, loving it. Yes. And it I – just was just awful. I don't, I, I don't know. It was so weird. Yeah, I, I've bought that beer several times over. Like, I had it on tap the first time I had it, uh, and, yeah, I loved it. And so I, like, intentionally went out and bought it multiple times after that. So that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was actually upset about it because I was looking forward to, yeah. you know, having a beer that I really, really like, and it was just not That's, good. That sucks. Yeah. And I wonder if it was just a bad batch. I would definitely give it another try at, Maybe. at some point. Maybe. Wait until, like, next season, you know, let them get through this one. Yeah, I guess so. And honestly, it might at this point, with the way Stone does things, it might not even be a season thing because they're probably running through batches of that stuff. They just brew on such a massive scale. Really? That, yeah. So. So, what? For the Corolla. Corolla. Electronic power steering. Yeah. Um, I was really interested in this when you did it, and I'm still really interested in it because I think it's the coolest thing. It's Basically, awesome. it's I very love cool. it. You took, and, and let me let me get all the way through this, and, and then you, you can correct me. You took the rack and steering column. You took... Uh, what you just took the, the, just ju- the column just the column okay just the just the column out of a a Saturn view first gen Saturn view and it is it has on it an electric motor that assists the the steering so you and it is adjustable now because you have slightly modified it okay so Basically, you t- you find a first gen, as I learned. Thank you, Pierce. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just wish that like I had known more about it when we were doing it, so that it wouldn't have taken us the whole day. Well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I got the other one out a lot faster. Did, yeah, well, of course, yeah. Make first step one is make sure you get the right generation Saturn view. <clears throat> but basically, the lower half of the column. Uh, is all one unit so you have like an input shaft to the mo- to the sensor and motor assembly and then an output shaft with like the super handy like variable length yeah it's it's output shaft it's that um it's for so the shaft slides in and out of itself it's for like when you're in an accident yeah yeah so yeah. you don't die right, which yeah, if yeah. i got an accident in the corolla well, right okay, now i would I mean... be speared through the face <laughs> um <laughs> i do not have a collapsible shaft in that anymore your shaft um, doesn't it does never... not it just it is permanently it is a hard shaft. fixed it's, it's a... yes okay. which i should probably change at some point i hear they make pills anyway yeah so you buy this thing i got it out of the junkyard i and, it, and you pull it out of the car and You've got the, the electric motor as part of the lower column that goes under the dash, and it has like a control unit attached to it, and all of the wiring comes out as one piece with an inline fuse that's super handy. It's like it, it all comes out like it's made to be transplanted into something. It's super awesome. And it's only 
I mean, it's basically just like a 12 volt power and a ground, right? Yeah, you give it, um, you give it a switched power. You give it a like big main power. Oh, so there's three wires. Yeah, and then there's a ground, and then you go on eBay and buy this controller that some dude in yeah. Portugal. This sells. is the cool part. And it's you plug it into the only other plug on this thing. And it basically, you, you get like this little rheostat knob, and it spoofs what that computer thinks is the vehicle speed sensor. Ah. And you basically have variable electric assist. Now, for my application in such a light car, I don't really need a lot of assist. And I think this rheostat's range, I could probably put a different rheostat on yeah. it. Yeah, so you have like a 5K rheostat and you need a 10K rheostat I or something guess. like that. Yeah. Or, or the other way. Or you, you have a 2 Even two at, the, at the lowest setting, it's still very light. Yeah. Um, before it turns completely off. Yeah, but I, I, gotcha. I So I can just turn my, I can turn my key on without the engine running and have power steering. It's it's the coolest. That's pretty cool. It's probably super handy for in the paddock and stuff yes, like that. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, especially when your starter wire melts against your header and fries your starter and blows up your entire electrical system and you have to push start your car for the last session of VIR. That's fun. That sounds like a story. Hey, oh, Jordan, boy. what happened on your last session with VIR? <laughs> well, my uh, starter wire melted against my header. You did say! And I basically just disconnected all the wiring to the starter and zip-tied it out of the way. <laughs> and I, Brilliant. And okay. I, I, I found a new Science. fuse that I had to chop into pieces and put, like, in a weird position to fix. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, okay. I'm sorry. Because I am a responsible person... <laughs> I have, off of my relocated battery, immediately off the battery, I have a giant-ass fuse. So if anything ever grounds uh -huh. out, it blows and doesn't yeah. set the car on uh -huh. fire. Science. So, but also, like a big dummy, I have a fuse there and not a breaker. Oh. So it blew. Yeah. And yeah. then my car was dead. So I had yeah. to go find another fuse. And I did find another fuse, but it was a little bit too small. So I had to kind of do a little bit of choppy-choppy. <laughs> And add you some mean, washers. The, the physical size of the fuse was yeah, too small, yeah, not the, was, the electrical. No, no, no. It was still a 150 amp fuse. But I it, hear was, okay. it's, it was physically smaller, and I had to make it fit. But I did make it fit, so I, I did make it out for the last session. This is like the, the, the hillbilly putting the 22 cartridge in place oh, of for the bullet sure. fuse. Wow. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I learned, and now I have a breaker to put in before October or October Hyperfest in October. October it should absolutely be called October. Why isn't it called Oktoberfest? Because they're idiots. <laughs> oh my God. Pierce just oh realized God. that Hyperfest in October should be called Oktoberfest. I am mad about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it Oktoberfest from now on. So, well, other than it's the, the fact Oktoberfest that, that matters. I mean, we have to go to Oktoberfest in Fredericksburg. True. I mean, we could do you do remember that? that? How good no, that was? I remember that. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited about that. I remember year. waiting in line for a giant for, turkey leg. No, for the bathroom. What is happening? Oh. For like 15 minutes. What? Corey got like real serious all yeah, of a sudden. There's absolutely. something happening the last week in December. It is not in my calendar. There, I have two things. It, this is not important. Oh my that God. is definitely from okay. my personal life. Thanks, it does not Corey. matter at all. I'm sorry. We're going to call all of this. Um, you were no, talking about oh, oh, Oktoberfest oh, Oktoberfest 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 and Cyberfest. That's all that for sure. Um, oh, okay. So, oh, this I, is... I, let, me, let, me, let me finish what else I have to do before Oktoberfest. Yeah, go ahead. So, not only do I need new front brakes because 
they're dead. The car weighs 500 pounds. I've been using the same front brakes for three years. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, no, you got some good life out of this. That's the same front pads. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, the rotors have been changed, but the front pads have been the same for about three years now. But the starter on my car sits nestled mm, yes. and hugged gently by the exhaust <laughs> yes, manifold. I have helped you replace this starter before. Not since the exhaust manifold you haven't, because it is f***ing impossible to remove. You made that exhaust manifold. It's a 20-valve exhaust manifold that I extended the runners on. You it's, made it bigger. I had to space it out from the engine to fit against the starter. And it yes. still doesn't fit the starter. Oh, it does. Well, barely. But I can't get it out now right. without removing the exhaust manifold or possibly pulling off the entire oil filter assembly. That might also work. So I don't the know. fix is... That transmission it. has two starter mounting points. One is on the intake side. So I got to figure out how to put that over there. So I ordered a supercharged MR2 starter, which should So you're fit. saying you're going to put it in the back hole. I'm going to put it in the back hole. However, there is a block-off plate that goes between the transmission and the engine that I would ideally remove the transmission, flip the plate around, and go. But I am not taking that transmission off again. I'm so turned on right now. Is the exhaust on the front? Yes. Of that car? Okay. All right. <laughs> I swear that I have I have been underneath of that car and we replaced the starter. I've never replaced the starter on that car. Maybe on the MR2. The MR2. What? No, it was definitely on the Corolla. I was on I the. I think floor it was the Corolla. Matrix. I replaced it on the Matrix. Oh. Uh, that was under the intake, was, which was on the front. Definitely on the Matrix. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm back. So I'm my back. current plan is to take an angle grinder. <laughs> All the best plans I mean, start with an angle grinder. Special tool, what have I called it? J1000. And chop out that spot. What now? What? Special tool J1000. So when I was working at Chevrolet, many back oh, in excited back, for this. back many, many moons ago. In the before times. Lad, in, before I, four times. When I was a wee lad and I worked at Chevrolet, special tool J1000. This is literally a GM special tool. Which is referenced? Oh, like it's not a in joke. In many bulletins and in uh, in GMSI, which is the official service manual for all GM vehicles, special tool J1000 is a Dewalt reciprocating saw. <laughs> it's a sawzall. It's a hacksaw. <laughs> That's the least surprising special thing tool I have J1000. ever heard. That's amazing. Yeah, I when, kind of love it. And I loved it so much. It was my favorite tool. In my list. In my line of work, oftentimes a very small but precise tweak is needed to be made to you know, generally like some sort of flap of metal or something like that because it's in the way. Uh-huh. Usually performed with a hammer. Uh-huh. We called these field service adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime in a work order you see the words... <laughs> You get to charge people for the hammer. Performed field service adjustments. It basically means I hit it with a hammer. <laughs> it's not necessarily like a billable line item right, like right, right, in right. the description. It's like shop suppliers. Because the person making that invoice, they know. Beautiful. It's like, it's like... You, you giggle a little bit every time you type it, like, <laughs> <laughs> This machine has lasers. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Funny story about lasers, actually. And this is what I was going to say when we were talking about Oktoberfest. Uh, my coworker and I were training on this like brand new piece of equipment. I could talk about it for an hour. It's, it's a whole thing. But the point is, this is like the first one of them in the States. It's manufactured in Germany. And my coworker and I were like, yeah, we totally, we should go, we need to go to Germany for training. <laughs> you know, sometime for those reasons. Sometime in the end of September, maybe. <laughs> I hear the flights are cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's off holiday. Maybe it's off American holiday. Well, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> What even – so, starter, you were going to grind something. I'm going to cut the plate rather than remove the transmission again because f- that oh, noise. Oh, yeah, totally. Cut, cut what plate? There's a there's a metal plate that go, that sandwiches between the block and the bell housing of the transmission that's like a blanking plate for th- that. So I'm okay. going to cut that, and then I'll, I'm going to cut the two sides and then swap them and bolt them in place so I still have the blanking plate in the front gotcha. and reroute the wiring to the rear. But I also have to completely change my – water pump outlet pipe situation under the intake manifold to make that work. So I'm mm. currently on the hunt for some supercharged MR2 parts, which I think will make everything work. Gotcha. Don't you have some in stock? They're not coming off. What did you do with the MR2 in 2020? Watched it rot more. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I went through this whole thing where one of the rear brake calipers locked up because... It's an MR2, and that's what that's they do. what they do. That it's a whole thing, but nobody, I couldn't get one, so I was like, "All right, I've heard of people doing this big brake upgrade on the front with Celica parts, and then swapping the front calipers to the rear and just not having an e-brake, and I'm fine with that." And that totally did not work at all. Oh no! Like the front calipers in the rear did not work. It, like even the, a little bit. They just didn't fit. Like they didn't bolt up. The or? calipers bolt up fine, but the offset. Uh, did not allow them to work. Washers, bro. I even try. People were like, "Yeah, you put like a quarter-inch spacer under the rotor to space oh, the rotor." No. Oh, like okay, no. whatever. I tried that. Did not work. Okay. Um. So people I, are driving around like that. Yeah. I, I, Do you I, remember I, what we did to Corey Ham suspension? <laughs> that was different. <laughs> but I I ended up finding out that the calipers are the same for kind of a different sketchy. model. And as long as I had to, could reuse my original brackets, it would be fine. So that's what I ended up doing. But now I have Celica, like 92 Celica front brakes on it, which is pretty cool. It's a it's a larger caliper, larger rotor. But now I have to redrill rotors to four lug every time I put them on, which sucks. But yeah, that's that is it does work. Dig. I redrilled some four lug rotors to five lug for the R31 when I was doing that swap, and it uh, works. I tried. I had to try it. I intentionally bought like. AutoZone brand rotors for oh, the... that's all I buy. It's like the well, cheap... The whatever. Go on Rock Auto, cheapest. That's the yeah. one I buy. And I bought like 10 rotors so that I could like figure out how to drill them properly because I don't have a drill press or measuring tools. Oh, I, I just had, took them over to Jacob. I had a Makita... <laughs> Jacob. Jacob Corbin? Oh. Well, veteran yeah, of this podcast? Yeah. Are you uh, done with 2020? Pretty much. Okay. I mean, I hit all of the tracks I wanted to hit. I broke down at one of them, two of them. Uh, well, your starter thing Friday. The starter thing Friday, that was at VIR, like, in CVI March. Cool. This Oh, that was at Dominion. I think I talked about that on the show already. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, sorry. <clears throat> well, if I didn't, my axle decided to become two pieces. Where the Basically, where the, the big nut holds holds it in the hub. <laughs> Pierce cannot contain himself. Shut up!
to talk about some regular car news stuff. Um, I do. We also wanted to talk about the Carolina squat thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Later, yeah. Later? Uh, we're good for it. Um, no, I mean, I think it's interesting. Do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cool. mean, kind of. I really like, want to talk about it, honestly. I, so. I don't... I honestly feel like we could make it an entire episode. Do you really? I do. Because I'm angry about it. You're... I'm actually really upset about it. This is interesting. Oh, we could have a debate going on here. Are we going to start right now? I don't know. Are... Okay. I don't okay. have a whole lot of okay. super Let's go. Yeah. Okay. About. Here's the thing. I don't enjoy talking about politics particularly. Right. And I don't want this to be a political thing. It won't be. Okay. Well, it might be. Well, I mean, it will be, but it, not It's like... going to be a little bit. Yeah. Everything but is politics. To, to, to clarify, we have not, the three of us have not discussed in person together what we are about to talk about. This is going to be a fresh... Yeah. Wide open discussion. We want to talk about the fact that North Carolina has banned, or not necessarily banned. They have completely. made it illegal. They have made the Carolina squat, quote unquote, illegal. It is an illegal modification. And that specificity is what makes me mad. Well, they, they reduced the degree at which you can do it. Right. Like, so, so you can still kind of do it. Anyways... I, I, this is interesting to me because, and I think maybe Pierce is interesting for the same reason. I'm interested to hear his opinion, but... This is even worse than I thought. A private passenger automobile shall not be modified or altered by elevating the automobile more than three inches from the manufacturer's specified height in, okay, in the front and lowering the automobile more than two inches in the rear. So it's a five inch difference. Five inch difference. Okay. Okay. So for those of you Sorry. who may not know, which I think is maybe none of you listening none. to this Absolutely podcast, none. but the Carolina My squat. My daughters know about the Carolina squat. That's, that's, you're, that's because you're a good father. <laughs> <laughs> the Carolina squat is this fad or trend or style, whatever you want to call it, of pickup trucks in particular. I've seen it on some SUVs, but particularly yep. pickup trucks where the front end of the vehicle has been lifted and the rear end of the vehicle has been lowered or has remained at factory height. One of, you know, it's depending hard, on which depending on wheels you're putting, depending on, on who it is. And, yeah. and it often is accompanied by really terrible looking wheels that are chrome and horrible. And it just looks absolutely insane. Like, looks like your truck has worms <laughs> in his, butt in his boot it's, scooting across yeah, the carpet. Boot scooting, yeah. I don't know how anybody sees out past their hood. Maybe that's part of the point. I don't know. But it seems to be really prevalent in the Carolinas. And in particular, I'll even say, in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Mm. Because that's where the money is. That, I mean, that's where they have, like, the the ability to do stupid shit that isn't functional and they don't care about. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, But North Carolina has taken these measures to eliminated in the name of road safety correct i don't know how i feel about that oh this is interesting because the, here we have someone who is very against it yep. someone who is very for it and someone who doesn't know oh you're for it oh yeah okay i'm tell I'm, me why because because on a public road you are modifying a vehicle to be worse correct in every way yes slower to stop it is worse visibility it is unstable at speed. 
it cannot take corners well. Steers less. Yeah, exactly. Steers every, everything, literally every single possible thing is worse about yes. this vehicle. Correct. It, to the point of being, would you agree, to being unsafe? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. terribly unsafe. Okay. It's, it is a menace to society. <laughs> and it looks ugly. Like, it's, oh, it looks and, horrible. And it's tacky as shit. <laughs> I see them all the time in Sandston. Yeah. They are really? everywhere. Yes. Interesting. So how do you feel? Or are you, are you done? Uh, do you want me to be done? No. Not if you're not done. I, I mean, I feel like... I just want everybody to go before I explain where I'm coming from. Okay. I feel like the problem that comes with a lot of regulatory laws like this is non-specific language. Very nebulous language. I feel that this law, as you just read it, as I understand it that you just read... Oh, he's nailing it. ...is very specific. Yes. And is therefore great. No, yes. that's no, that's the opposite conclusion that you need to draw from this. So, because uh, you, you good? Yeah, I'm good. You good? I'm for now. Okay, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> I think I should go in between. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Always, because yeah. the language is so specific, it bans that specific modification and cannot be used to then harm other people who are lifting their trucks for off-road use or lowering their trucks for show purposes. It is specific to the Carolina squat, which is terrible for everything. It has no good purpose and causes your car, truck, to be unsafe on public roads. If you're just driving that truck on your own private land, do whatever you want, and that law will not affect you. Yes. But if you're on public roads and you can't see the little station wagon in front of you and you run over a mom and her three kids because you did this dumbass modification to your truck and this stops that, that's fine with me. I literally saw a TikTok the other day from a guy in a Carolina squatted truck where he was about to leave from a stoplight. And he even said, he was like, I was about to leave from this stoplight when I looked at my front view camera and there's a whole ass Corvette in front of me that like, you, like say, he showed his line of sight like from the windshield and all you see is the car in front of the Corvette. You don't see the Corvette at all yep. until he goes to his radio and shows the front view camera. If yeah. you have to have a front view camera on your vehicle, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I, I hear you. My understanding, understanding is not the right word. My um, idea of like North Carolina's vehicle laws are that basically anything goes do they have state inspections in north carolina i don't know not as far as i'm aware i don't think that they do but maybe it's because we're so close that i am slightly familiar with their laws just kind of like how i'm slightly familiar with maryland's laws being kind of terrible (laughs) in certain ways but my the way i remember it or the way i think about it is that they seem to be one of the air quotes freest states in 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 the union for car laws because specifically for pickup trucks specifically for large lifted vehicles because like that's very light on regulations generally speaking yeah because that's like where the original bigfoot um yeah the grave digger the grave grave digger digger by the outer banks and and bigfoot it's the same it's in the same area monster truck yes the bigfoot monster truck. is it from north carolina yeah yeah. oh i didn't know it's it's like right down the road from i think most of the monster guys are from north carolina i did not yeah on on is it 12 route 12 or whatever going out towards it doesn't matter it It doesn't matter. matter the point is that these trucks like the original bigfoot was literally road legal in north carolina with like 90 inch tall tires or whatever it is because they don't have 
the same kind of laws. So so I'm stuck in the middle here, it feels like, because it seems so anti what North Carolina is to make a law like that. But 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 I understand like the road safety thing. I, I definitely understand. And and so I'm I'm a little confused by the by the wording of the law. Like you said it was really specific. But is it specifically because it doesn't say that you can't have a difference in height of up to five inches. It says that you can't lift and then also lower. Correct. It's so you could still Carolina for now. now. You could. Well, 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 well you're well, upset at this law. But but here's but here's here's my question. Here's my question. Can you lift the whole thing by more than three inches? Yes, because the way the law is worded, it is this must be true oh, and just, this must be true. Oh, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Okay. I, okay. I just want to so, say words. So the roads, the road safety thing is is definitely a concern for sure i get the i understand the reason that the the vehicles are unsafe yes, absolutely and for i 100 sure. agree with that for sure they're unsafe but also just a little part of me is like murka like be free to do the thing and 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 specifically with cars i feel like people should be allowed to do the thing with their car i'm gonna piss on myself I, if i don't say words right now give, give, me, give, me, give me one more second give me one more second I have always been of the opinion that I don't like what you do with your car, but I believe that it is your right to do that thing with your car. Okay. As long as you're not going to kill somebody with it. I under like, but you see my point, like those two things come to a head and I think this is the point that they do. And that's why I don't, I don't really know. I like, I feel like I don't know. I don't, I just Pierce is about to have, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle is all I'm saying. Pierce, go ahead and talk. I am so upset that they were able to pass a law that in North Carolina, of all places. That's mostly my point, that it's North Carolina. If it was California, I could almost understand. Or Virginia, Massachusetts, other states that have like state inspections and like, um, like really stringent like annual safety laws, like uh, safety inspections. But North Carolina, you know the 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 last of you know the holdouts of the of the moonshiners and 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 the NASCAR and like three teeth in your mouth, you know. They're I think Mississippi be the ones. might have a few words. <laughs> so might my brothers who all live in North Carolina. <laughs> I didn't mean that as a personal attack. I understand, yeah, but no, I'm I am very upset to put it mildly that. North Carolina was even able to pass this law because they did it so fast. That it I was, could see. It was like thought about and then done in the span of like a week. And I'm probably wrong about that, but that was the time that I heard about it. It's it's amazing how fast certain laws will get pushed through and how slow laws that would yeah, perhaps greatly matter. benefit people yeah. would yeah. get on yeah. a mass scale. Would like, get I, would, I would also legitimately be curious to see what sort of statistics or information there is about, like, 
you know, how many vehicle accidents these mm. sorts of things cause. You know, like, yeah. like they, I feel like to have passed something that quickly, you had to have been pulling from some information, right? Like, it's not just like somebody came in with a picture of a dumbass-looking <laughs> truck and was like, we need to stop this that's shit. <laughs> what, that's probably exactly what happened. Okay, look, that's, because, because that's like, fair. I mean, even if... That if, makes it worse, though. I know, I agree, mind. I agree. So, but, like, with an accident report, they're not going to say, oh, this truck had the Carolina squat. Well, and that's was a contributing factor to but this the insurance, accident. They're the insurance claims that. that come after the vehicle accident would show things like modifications or, Maybe. you know. I mean, Certainly none of us here would lie about modified vehicles to an insurance company. Well, you cannot lie about the fact that your, the front of your vehicle is eight inches taller than the rear of your vehicle. I don't know. I bought it this just, way. Okay. Either way, that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant at this point. Whether you bought it that way or whether you did it yourself, that's irrelevant in the case that we're talking about right now. When the insurance adjuster goes out to the vehicle to inspect it, he's going to see that it has these modifications, and that's going on a record somewhere. What I'm upset about is the fact that all of a sudden we have allowed them to be able to dictate what we can and cannot do to our vehicles. That's with, always been the case. It's not, though, because, I mean, think about, like, uh, H2O, uh, even Hyperfest to some extent. Uh, 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 the if you're trying to uh, use H2O as a positive example, no, for I'm not. Anything, add, not at all. Perhaps rethink. Of, all right, so modified vehicles in general have become extreme and wild and dangerous. Yeah. In some in in a lot of cases these days. Stance, oh. The stance. What uh, thing? Yeah, that's happening right now is, is equally dangerous. Is I wouldn't say equally. Well, similarly dangerous. Similarly dangerous, because it's a, a lighter car. It's a lighter it's, car. It's, it's not a, small, a house right, driving exactly. down the road. Yeah. yeah. Are you are 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 they literally about to come tell me that I am no longer allowed to do suspension modifications to my vehicle? Because like I said, they they. they Your they, FC is probably illegal in the state of Virginia by the letter of the current laws. How so? The, How do you figure? The bumper cannot be more than like three inches lower than factory or something like that on most. I, I believe that is the letter of the law in Virginia. I bought it that way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's it's just I'm just so upset that they 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 wrote this law. It is so spe specific. The specific came, specificity is a good thing. The specificity is a bad because they thing. can't apply it. To things that it shouldn't be applied to. The specificity to. is a bad thing because what that means is that from this point forward, they can literally single vehicles out, meaning that muscle cars are excluded from all of this bullshit, which is not fair. Will you, will you do me a favor? Will you read it one more time? Read what? The, 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 the law. actual law? The actual law. The law states, per this article that I found... Uh, North Carolina House of Representatives recently passed a bill that makes the Carolina squad illegal. Blah blah blah. Bill. Da, da, da. A pri uh, a private passenger automobile shall not be modified or altered by elevating the automobile more than three inches from the manufacturer's specified height in the front and lowering the automobile more than two inches from the manufacturer's specified height in the rear. So a private so passenger automobile modified or altered in violation of this subsection shall not be operated upon any public highway or vehicular area. Sorry. So five inches height difference is allowed. Well, well, no. Specifically, three inches in the front 
higher and okay. two inches in the rear. So okay. if you lower. lift it two and a half inches in the front and drop it two and a half inches in the rear, you're Well, fine. here's my question. What happens if you lift it six inches in the front and one inch in the rear? Or lower it one inch in the rear? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You, you're you're, not, you you're haven't opening hit, yourself up to huge loopholes. You haven't hit both of the thing of the things. You know what I mean? Yes. I I don't even know where I'm going with this point. I just like. But that's what I'm saying. So like, because of what they did here, mm-hmm. they could and and like I said, this this literally happened without anybody knowing. Nobody came in and did any petitions. Nobody was allowed to like. Nobody was allowed to voice their opinion about this. So I what's do. to stop them now from saying turbochargers on vehicles? are not allowed to be two millimeters in diameter larger than the manufacturer specified, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Technically, all that is already illegal by the federal Not in North EPA, Carolina. By the federal EPA, okay, that is well, technically illegal. I, uh, I hear what you're saying. I do, it is a very slippery slope. It feels like... I'm, I'm surprised that you're mad about, that you're this mad about this, and we haven't even talked about the EPA SEMA thing that's been going on again Because that's been year. going on for like five years But they now. brought it it's back not again. not a real thing. Where you can't, do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. You are not, there, there's legislation, the EPA is trying to make it so that it is illegal to turn a road legal street car into a race car. What? Yep. That's like the whole point yes. of that racing. That is grassroots uh, racing. No, no, it's... That all, is, well, all of racing. Except for, like, formula cars and, like, stock cars. I, okay, but I, we don't even basic, have time. It's, like, 90% of racing. Yeah. We don't have time for this conversation, but the whole point is that's when a on way Sunday, so on Monday, no, no matter you. what you're driving, no matter, what, like, whether it's a prototype car or a formula car or whatever, the whole point is, look, Ford built this crazy car. And go buy their cars. on the track. Yeah. Who cares? I, the difference in my mind is the fact that I don't that even want to talk about that. SEMA law or California Bill 34, I think is what they're calling it now. The EPA law. EPA 34. Something 34. Um, Rule 34? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, maybe that's, that's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is that that SEMA thing has come and gone like at, at least three different times. True. Nothing has happened. I do. I now... Do. Because of this North Carolina thing, that bill, law, whatever you want to call it, has total plausibility. This is the gateway. This Carolina squat thing is the gateway law. I don't know that I would go that far. I, but I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. This law, the specificity with which this law is written, dictates that they can do whatever the f*** they want. Would you rather it be vague? Yeah, because Why? then we could, because then there would be more loopholes. We could run around at like for at least when six more years. By definition, okay, I've been into guns for a long time. When a gun law is rule-specific, that's good because it only affects that one thing. And you can go around. But then how many morons if it's super, go out and seek that one gun? But if it's super vague, they can apply that law to whatever you want. So what the more specific a law is, from the perspective of someone who wants to be able to do things that are mm, close to being illegal, the more specific the law is is a good thing because they can't just paint with a broad brush with that law you might be you might be right in the case of guns but in this sense you're wrong it's exactly the same thing no the book that they are going to write the the laws that they are going to write on like the specificity of what is and is not illegal to be used on the road is going to be a tome the size of the silmarillion 
It's going to be... It's not actually that long of a book, just for the no, record. but it's hard to read, okay? That's the point that I'm trying to make. It's, it's going to be very difficult to interpret. It's going to be very difficult to do anything about, with, or against. It's going to make 90% of the cars that are on the road here in this state illegal right out the door. I just think it's really funny that you're making these exact same arguments that gun legislation people have been making for the last... Well, I don't know ever. anything about gun legislation, so I don't know what to say about that. So here's the thing. I hear what you're saying. That it, it, I do feel that it is a very slippery slope towards more regulation of cars, which generally I'm against. G yes. Just generally, right? Uh, <laughs> like I said, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want it to get too political too right. quickly, right? But I don't like. It's a state law in a state that we don't live in. Like I'm. I'm excited, or excited is not the right word because it has a positive connotation. I'm amped up about this because. It's just a general car thing, right? But it's not our state. And I hear what you're saying, that it is like, it is the the kind of the, the seed of this idea of, of control yeah. that we, that we kind of want to fight against. But I feel like California has been doing that for 30 years. Yeah, and but I'm not okay with that either. You know, I, and I hear you, I hear you. But, but, but how much of the, of the California carb laws have really affected us here. A lot much of, of anything that goes on in California has affected us here. Uh, North lot. Carolina is literally our next door neighbor. Like I know, we, I know, but it's still a different state. It's it's, just I, a it's, lot cl closer, it's closer to home. It's I'm, way closer to home. Yeah. But Maryland has had a lot of a lot of uh, emissions laws yeah. for a yeah. long time oh, yeah. that yeah. we don't right. have. Thank God. And I know. Question to I you know. Is, you you know the Virginia State Code for vehicle safety inspections. You you can do state. I'm not a state inspector, but I am. I've you read know the book it. Multiple you know times. it very yes. pretty well. Yes. Would a truck with the modifications required to do a Carolina squat pass Virginia State inspection as written? The only laws, as far as I'm aware, at this moment, the only laws in the Virginia State inspection manual about suspension modifications are that. The fact the bumper has to be within a certain range from the factory position. Okay. So if you do Is that like the front bumper or rear bumper, or both, yes, both. both. Okay. Yeah. So if you do if you do like a ten inch suspension lift in the state of Virginia, technically you're supposed to lower the bumper by like four or six inches or whatever it is. So if you did the lift and lowered the bumper, you'd be within compliance. Perfectly legal. Interesting. Although although yeah, yeah you that's... cannot modify the turning radius of the vehicle. So so long so long again then that the vehicle turns so in the same circle. So technically, changing wheel offset would violate that. Not necessarily. If you if you can still turn the wheel to full factory lock, but your actual turning radius will change. Will it? Yes. Just by offsetting the wheel. I believe so. Okay. Yes, it changes your scrub radius. But it doesn't change your turning radius. I believe it does. Corey, you know math. Science. I about ten years ago, I would have been able to answer this question. I seriously, I this is something I, I legitimately studied in my chassis fab class. I don't it has to do with know. Ackerman angles and, and there yeah, are probably nuances radius. in the state of Virginia uh, state inspection book that I don't am not familiar with. Yeah, I try. I I was almost failed uh, in it. Either one of my meatus doesn't matter because they have the same part. But for a steering wheel, that was too small. Oh yeah, that's, that's why they that's, failed that's you, not the lack they, of airbag. They tried to fail me for a steering wheel that was too small, not the fact that it didn't have an airbag or the car. The that suspension was failed. highly modified yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. And it was literally, or I didn't have a horn button. 
Ooh, oh, you gotta have a horn. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't have a horn button, but the steering wheel was too small, and that's why they wanted to fail me. That's oh, really? oh. <laughs> that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was really fun. I made a phone call and made it go away, but good. Like, yeah, that was really frustrating. To be fair, that was basically a go kart steering. It was like a ten inch steering yeah, wheel. Yeah, because that, that was the only thing that cleared my thighs. Oh wow! I could. I literally couldn't steer the car past my thighs. Pierce is dying. Did you try a 12-inch steering wheel? Because Momo makes a bunch of those. Three, I don't. I honestly don't remember. The 320 millimeter. It was a great steering wheel. I love it. Pierce is still dying. And it wasn't even a joke about a penis. Thick thighs save lives. <laughs> Every day, bro. That's why I was a lifeguard. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why you work in hospitals now. <laughs> What was the point so, of that? The point that we were making is that the Carolina squat laws are an infringement on my rights as an American. That's all I'm trying to say. I think that, personally, I think that this is going to be a gateway law. I think that within the next year, we are going to see at least five more, like, serious, like, heavyweight vehicle modifications laws come out of this. Because this happened, now all of a sudden they're going to realize that this is, like, an okay thing to do. Here's my thing. I, I mean, okay, we live in Virginia, sure, but I feel like I didn't hear about this until it was a law. That's what I'm saying. That's I know, one of I know, the I know, main I, points that I'm making. I know that's what you're saying. That seems really weird to me because it feels like either they really, like, scooted it under under some other law or that's whatever. What I'm I know. That is pretty fucked up, yeah. I know. I know. And that's one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm with you in your anger about. It just feels like, I don't know why it feels different, but it feels like in Virginia we would have known about it ahead of time. Maybe not. Maybe it would have been slid in under some education bill or something like that, and we would have all voted in favor for it. I, I, I have no idea. That's a whole other, I mean, you were talking about like how you don't Is want that to how it was passed? Political was as a writer on another bill? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I have, I have literally no idea. And yeah, that shit is dirty. And, like, that's a whole other topic that we could have on a different podcast. That's not for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But I hear what you're saying. And I would not put it past Virginia to do something of that manner, which, again, is why I'm so pissed off about it. I agree with you on that point. Thank you. That's all I'm trying to... That's the only point I'm trying to make here is that what they did was dirty and that it will lead to problems for me personally. I would also like to state... In the future. Do you Carolina squat your cars? No. No, I'm saying in the future... When they pass more laws, like say for example, all of a sudden they're gonna say like, when I try to swap the, what's my twenty re? The beams. No, oh, yeah, what's what's it a one point four? The tw is it a twenty r? It's a twenty r, yeah. It's a two point two. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, well then. Which makes no goddamn sense. So what? I'm, all right. So all right. Okay. Here's a here's a better example. The law that they're gonna write next is gonna be the the, the point that I'm trying to make is that the next law that they're gonna write is gonna state that you can't. Increase the the capacity of your engine past like 0.5 liters, for example. Hey, future man, can you give me the lotto numbers? That's a big leap. Not even California has those laws. Because in California, you can swap engines as long as the engine you're putting in is newer than the engine you took out and is carb legal. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you can do engine swaps as long as it's still carb. It has to have all of just... the no. It still has to have all of the same emissions equipment that it came with from the factory. So you can't delete cats, you can't delete EGRs, you can't... PCBs. Or not PCB. Uh, you, so you, or... ca you can do engine swaps in California. You just They have to be emissions compliant. 
and they have to be from like newer cars. Evap is what I was trying to think of. Yes. Like mm. Evap so system it, deletes. It gets real complicated. EVAP but you system can do it. Are just dumb in general. It's like, crazy. There's, there's no reason to do that. I, I disagree. I think that I believe firmly that there is no reason to have an Evap system. That system is bullshit. I think you just agreed with him. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I, I why why would you? What is the okay? This is. I'm confused. Well, anyway. Okay. So yes, you can. The, the the law that you just made up where you can't increase your engine displacement doesn't even exist in California. Okay. Nobody's doing that. But who's to say that they won't do it now? Everybody. They've seen, they've seen how specific they can get. They can. They have seen what they can get away with. See, you're. I think you're conflating the how specific it is with being like now. Now that it's specific, they can go after anything. But it's like now that it's specific, they went after that one specific thing, and they're not going after broad swaths of the population they're going after that one thing well what's worse okay uh, let, let, let me let me ask you a hypothetical question to to play to jordan's point that's a specific thing that they went after i mean it has a name literally yeah. the myrtle squat right it has a name what is the name of the thing that they're going to go after in virginia do you have something in mind no it's a hypothetical question that's my point they, there is not such a specific thing that they're going to make such a specific law about. One could make one could make the argument they would go after tuner cars. Well, what's a tuner car? Exactly. That's the thing. And that's that's again that again is the broad stroke that I'm saying doesn't matter. That's why I'm saying broad broad laws are worse than specific laws. No, because then I could just go down the street and buy uh, a Ford Taurus. Which is a domestic vehicle, and throw a two JZ in that thing, and get away with it all day long. Sure, that's I'm not all about two J Tauruses. That three point five is a pile of shit. Let me tell you, bro. Not the we've officially not. come out as a pro two J podcast. We are. I believe. I believe we can all say we are a pro two J podcast. I'm not yes. going to disagree. I can't. I cannot disagree. But that's why I'm saying they can't do such broad like regulations. This whiskey is just really delicious. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. That's the anyway. only reason. Can we can we be done talking about Carolina squats? Yeah, we just I could just go on about this all day long, but I could also talk about the fact that that light bulb's too bright for 40 minutes. I so I hear you. It I is a you. little bright, yeah. And that one specifically for whatever reason I'm anyway. pretty sure they're putting out about the same lumens. This is now off. No, we're, okay. <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done. Uh, oh my god. We should uh, not split this. Yeah, we're gonna split this. Oh for yeah, sure. for sure. Okay. You had other like general car news you wanted to talk about. I. Oh my god. Oh, here we go. Oh, the Ford electric truck. Uh, oh, the, oh F- the F-150 god. Lightning. The F-150 Lightning, I, dude. I. I how you you have heard me say this multiple times. If you can give me a vehicle with a reasonable cargo space, yeah, with a 500 mile range per charge, well, I would buy it. But does it get that? Doesn't it only no. get like 320? Not not quite. They they did uh, they did underestimate that, so it probably is actually more in real life. Yeah, they, but they, they undersold the so, so what are they saying that it is realistically? They're not over 400. Okay. Is something that I read on the internet. So, okay. you know, who knows? But totally trustworthy. My well, point is, we're getting closer. Right. And it looks uh, I don't know I don't know if I'm going to say it looks better than the Cybertruck because it feels so totally different, but it looks really 
really good. It looks normal. It looks normal. It looks like a normal car. Give me an electric vehicle that looks normal, and I'll buy one. Why are you trying to make stuff look like it came from the year 3000? I don't want that. It's 2020, man. Give me an F-150 that looks like an F-150 that's electric, and I will buy it. It's just smart. Pierce has very strong feelings on electric cars. I love this F-150 because it's the first electric vehicle that doesn't look stupid as Did you know that Volkswagen has been making electric golfs for a long time that just look like golfs? And Hyundai, Hyundai makes a Kona that looks just like a Kona. It doesn't, though. And Fiat makes a 500E that looks like a 500. In 2012, Toyota made a RAV4 that looked exactly like the RAV4. <laughs> just, just for fair, just for for all fairness, there is currently an electric RAV4 that looks remarkably like the gas RAV4. I'm just saying, like, like the the Mustang Mach-E is a perfect example. They went way out in left field for this. I, I, I should almost not have don't even want to talk about that because how is that the same company? It's not. I'm saying. How did they? How did they both make the greatest electric vehicle announcement of the past, I don't know, five years? Yes. And also the worst. Simultaneously the worst. It, yeah. Like, it, it feels like months of each other. It feels like they're, they're different companies. I don't understand. I mean, it doesn't make any sense it, to me. It absolutely makes zero sense. The Mach-E... If it didn't have the Mustang name assigned uh, to it, it would be fine. Sure. Apparently, sure. apparently, they made that decision. Yep. I know. They sure did. Apparently, everything about that vehicle is great. Apparently, it's a great, great vehicle. I don't care. Except but they shouldn't have been calling it a Mustang. That actually would have been really That's good. not a bad idea, actually. I know. For three drunk assholes sitting in a shed right now. I they could have called it the Pendejo. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did not. I can't claim credit for that idea. But Oh, really? I don't know why you couldn't. Like, this is obviously. Yes, that was 100% original. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously the entire car industry's news podcast. <laughs> where they get all their if From three one, drunk assholes in a storage unit. If one person that gets paid... More than what? All three of us combined. Listens to this podcast, then I will consider myself an accomplished human being. Which wouldn't take much. Because <laughs> we don't make that much money. <laughs> Is the bar three people? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm, I was reading I my phone. I'm trying to I make thought you were trying to say that the person who named the Mach E a Mustang makes three times our salaries. Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh, that, that's a Hundo That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. Because he went to if engineering school. He doesn't make school. six times our salaries. Yeah. I'd be disappointed. And what does he do all day? He sits in front of a stupid Windows. What do they call it? He sits now? in front of a Apple. mood board. Because that's oh, the kind of person ooh. who comes up with that bullshit. And they probably had a yoga session right beforehand and smoked Hundo a bunch of weed. Maybe. And oh, it is legal, I guess, in California. So and the sure. Mustang, the Mustang was what they landed on. And like, I kind of understand that they're trying to get younger people interested in the electric vehicle. This was sure. not the way to do it. No, this, I this agree. just no, made not at all. Mad. As a yeah. young person, yeah. It just made me mad. You're not furious. A furious. So angry. Because you killed the only good car that you had left in your lineup. The Mustang is not dead. It will be. No. 2022. No. They killed all their cars except the Mustang. Until 2022. They're making Mustang its own sub-brand. The last the Mustang. Heard. The Mustang is not going anywhere. Good. Fine. Have you been inside? Then why did they even bother? I don't know. That's the point. Why? It doesn't make any sense. My merchandising. <laughs> but this doesn't. Nobody's gonna buy this car. A lot of people are. Too buying many this people car. have bought this I car. Was, 
I've seen too them many already. of them. No. Have you seen them already? If, yes. Uh, here we go. Yes. I've also seen the Bronco Sports. Oh, my God. They're I, terrible. Oh, I, I actually I, really I, like the Bronco Sports. I got a whole 30 sports. minutes on the Bronco Sport, man. No, not, not tonight. Okay. Not tonight. Have... Tune in have, for a later episode. Those are your backfire podcasts. Those are more Pierce rants about Ford products. I got rants. Have you been in a 2018 plus Mustang? Yeah, they're freaking great. Yeah, they're awesome. They're amazing. I, I was oh, they really? literally yes. texted you both in our group oh, chat the other day. Did. I was you texting did. you. We literally sell a burnout machine. Uh, not sell. I'm sorry. We we will rent you a burnout machine. Mustang GT by accident. Yeah. Like yeah. you come in, you 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 check the box for a convertible. Like you pay a little bit more premium for a convertible, but you might get a. I mean, we don't have them anymore, but like you might have gotten a Chrysler 200 convertible, or you might get a Mustang GT convertible. This just like you have no control over which one you get. I've had you might option. have a piece of crap, or you might have a smoke machine. Yeah. And the smoke machine has no off. You put your foot into the throttle any any amount of percent and it just does burnouts. And the interior is really it's very nice. It is very comfortable. It's so good. It's laid out well. You can see much, much better out of a Mustang convertible and coupe than you can out of a Camaro. Oh, okay. Camaro, you can't see anything yeah, out of I anything. I am zero percent surprised. Looking at the outside of the Camaro, <laughs> yeah. you can tell that you can't see anything yeah. from the inside. The Mustang is by far a much better vehicle yes. in every aspect, even including the lower models. That Gen 3 Coyote is an absolute gem yeah. of an engine. It's Ye- wonderful. Were you going to say something? Yes. Ago? So I've had the opportunity to move one around a parking lot a couple of times. <laughs> uh-huh. But, like, it's c- basically completely stock. The shifter, it feels so good. Really? The seats are amazing. All of the, like, switch gear. I mean, it's it, it's plastic, but, like, it feels nice when you move it. And yeah. It's it's a really nice place to be. As opposed to the Camaro. Which I, has if like... I had money, I would buy one. Interesting. They are incredible. Interesting. And the power, like, a base GT is just under 30 grand. I was going to say, they're not expensive. They're. I think you could probably get into a base GT at like 30-ish, maybe a little bit less even. So jokes aside, I think we actually talked about this when we talked about the Corvette for three and a half hours. Maybe. But isn't the Mustang the cheapest per horsepower car? I don't know if I've done all that math. The Mopars... To be fair, that was two years ago. The Mopars put up a hell of a fight, because you can get 700 horsepower for, like, 65 grand. Yeah, but, like... Well, alternatively, uh, though, you can also get, like, most cars... The Mustang's days. 400 horsepower for, like, 30, which is... That's, but, a, that's a good deal. But going much, much lower, like, you can get into, like, a turbocharged Civic for, like, 30? Like a Civic Si? Right. Am I Which wrong makes about that? two almost two eighty two eighty ish, yeah. So I mean, if you're talking like very strictly dollar per horsepower, wouldn't that be the most cost efficient? No, no, because, because that's almost thirty, and the Mustang makes a hundred more horsepower for in, about in the, the same VA, price. For about the same well, price. Okay, so the so a GT Mustang you're saying yeah, is like a base, 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 base Mustang GT is one of the best dollar dollar per horsepower deals out there i think okay and it's not just horsepower either like it's a really nice engine yeah that and responds really well to modification and they handle well and they handle well 
and the interior is nice, yep. and they look good, and, and they, get, they seem to be relatively really? reliable. They get halfway decent fuel mileage. They don't, don't only, about it. they don't only look good. I think they look the best of any of the pony car, muscle car, whatever you want to call them. I don't like I the agree. 2021 facelift, but from like 2018 to 2020. Yeah. They were, 2021 they were facelift? crucially good looking. They were like incredible. boner springing good looking. Yikes. <laughs> You cannot tell me that you no, no. come up on the back of one and just like, I mean, every time I see one on the highway and I'm just looking at the back of it, I'm just like, that thing has got hips, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. It really yeah. looks good. It really does look good. I don't, I don't see a major facelift for 2021. I could they be updated wrong. Updated the headlights and the rear bumper. It still looks. I mean, it looks good. More but it or looks less the less same. Good. I still like it a lot. It does. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I was shocked by how much I liked it. It's excellent. The Mustang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. current the current Mustang yeah. is freaking amazing. Although you still can't get them now. So, you know. What do you mean? You can't get any new cars right now. Oh. It's a little bit of a separate issue. The GT Fastback starts at 36, which Th- is what you said. Really? 36? 36. Is that not what you said? I thought it was right around 30. Okay. No. you The EcoBoost goes up to 32. Ugh. Why? I mean... I do remember that the EcoBoost started at like third, uh, 22. Yeah. It starts real cheap. It starts real cheap. Well, now it starts at 27. EcoBoost Mustangs are not great. Oh, no, that's no, the 3.2? That's a 2.3. 2.3. Oh. I think it's a 2.3 or 2.5. It's the Focus RS motor. Really? Yeah. I thought that was the V. It's not the V6 EcoBoost. It's the four-cylinder. Four that's EcoBoost. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2.3. So, 2.3. Here's, uh, it's an or, MZR. It's the same it, as a Mazda. It's a Mazda Speed 3 engine hopped up after. Whoa. I so did not connect has those a, dots. It has. I. I mm. So you're trying to tell me. have a good track record with MZRs. No. With, terrible. But, no. I hear that. You're trying to tell me right now that a Ford Explorer ST is a better buy than an EcoBoost Mustang. 100%. The EcoBoost. Okay. The, the Explorer ST comes with a 3.5 liter twin turbo V6. All wheel drive. It's that is down pipes, intercooler, and a tune from 500 foot pounds of torque. Whoa. In an SUV that you can carry around seven people or eight people in. That's incredible. They also look really good. They also look really they good. They don't look bad. They look really I saw one of them. The other day. pretty cheap feeling. Is it really? But Interesting. It's, the but interior it, is not great. It's cheap feeling, but it has a lot of nice things in it. Sure, sure. If that makes sense. I saw a TikTok earlier. TikTok, of course. I, like, know. Yeah, I got you. The bastion of truth to TikTok. Yes. ADHD given form. I am hopelessly bad. addicted. Oh, wow. It's really bad. Hopelessly. That is what happened to me in 2020. Yeah. I became yeah, hopelessly fact. addicted to TikTok. Yeah. And besides the point. Anyways, Blame Corey. I, yeah, it's definitely my fault. I saw this TikTok that was talking about... I thought it, I thought it specifically said the 3.6 EcoBoost motors... I don't know what that is, but I know the three fives. Maybe maybe that might be the one that comes in the uh, expedition, possibly. So I saw it was in, I believe the, I believe it was in an F one fifty. Okay. It was in. I saw the video. It was in a three point. It was in a F one fifty. Excuse me. And uh, Lincoln looked like a navigator. Apparently, they're having some sort of like crazy recall issue with um, cam position sensors or something like that, and it makes them like knock like diesel motors like it's insane 
this is like some random bit of information I, I've pulled off the internet, but is this not the same as the 3.5, which is apparently an incredible motor with a great track record? I didn't say it was an incredible motor with okay, a great track fair. record. That's fair. To I be said fair, you can make the, a lot of power really cheaply out of it. That's a fair point. I didn't say it was going to last very long. To be fair, the Ford Explorer is a piece of shit car. It's yeah. terrible. The interior is not really? The interior is not a good place to be. The Explorer. Okay. It's crazy because the Mustang is so nice inside. That's a fair point. Yeah. I, I might. And so I, is the Expedition, by the way. Oh my God! Can we? I we won't talk okay. about the Expedition. No, no, no. Because I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna come back with a point because I, I thought I'd been in one air quotes recently within the past five years. An Explorer, or an Expedition. I think it might have been an Expedition. Now that I think about it. Okay. The Expedition is the huge truck. The Explorer is the police car. I really don't remember what it was because it was in 2017, 2018 or oh, something Oh, well, they like were that. both different cars back then. So. Yeah. I, I had one as a rental vehicle, had right, to drive okay. to Lynchburg for a couple of hours. It, it, besides the point, besides the point. It, it, I remember being nice is all I was going to say. Okay. In 2017, the Explorer and the Expedition as we know it today did not exist. The Expedition, the new Expedition began in 2018 – and the new Explorer, I think, started in 2019, did it not? That sounds about right. Which I have always thought was weird because the Expedition is a fantastic car in every way. It's comfortable. It's uh, uh, good to drive. That's what I remember about the one that we had rented. Yeah. yeah. The Explorer is a piece of garbage in similarly every way. Is like, the Expedition still on a truck frame? Is it body on frame? It is body on frame. I don't uh, believe the Explorer the is. The Explorer anymore. is not. That's probably has why. it ever been? I don't think it ever yeah, has. Yeah, well, back in like the nineties, I know oh, okay. fact it was, but since then I don't know. Like so, okay, so the Explorer okay, that fair. I got that rear end out of the four ten, yeah. that was a body on frame truck, but that was again like a ninety six. Okay, okay. Um, the current Explorer is a unibody vehicle, and it is front wheel drive bias. The only point that I'm trying to make is that the Expedition is a fantastic vehicle, and the Explorer is a piece of crap. We have a lot of recalls out on the Explorer right now, um, and only one that I can think of on the Expedition, and it's for the back of the camera. How about... Sorry, are you done talking about the... Yes. Okay, okay. How about... Well, no, I could talk about the expedition all day long because I want one. I strive to buy one. Long. Uh, it's fine. But we're going we're to yeah, no. take a half step to the left. Okay. How about the Ford Maverick? I want... That was on my list. Really? I don't know. Because I, I know that Jordan is a frame... Is a frame... Is a fan of the unibody trucks. I, we've talked about Ridgelines in the past. Yes. I'm a fan of the concept, yes. I love the Ridgeline. It's so oh. cheap. Oh, I love the Ridgeline. Yeah, yeah. High five. There I feel we go. like we talked about that. It's so cheap. The, the it, one you is want it? isn't cheap. Okay, cheap. fair, fair. The the four cylinder front wheel drive one is cheap, but the one you want is not cheap. It's probably like but mid to high. Can points. we talk about the fact that they they're putting out a pickup truck with a front wheel drive option? Yeah, it's based and on the same chassis like, as the Bronco Sport. I yeah, think. it just seems like the most like soccer mom. Like America, like I, it's what do you think is buy. buying those? No, I yeah, understand. Yeah. I understand. Like that's those are the people that are buying the the Ford vehicle, the larger Ford vehicles, anyways. So like, I, <sighs> so I mean, we literally just referenced the Ridgeline. Yeah, you're aware that the Ridgeline is also a front wheel drive unibody vehicle. Front wheel drive bias. Bi- uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, bias. I but, think you can get them in front wheel drive. Yes, only. you absolutely but can. Sp- 
Okay, I I'm I maybe didn't actually know that. Okay. Okay, I, I'm a little biased against the Maverick, and I'll tell you why because it's a very specific instance that happened to me. I feel like when that truck was announced a week ago or whatever, yeah, yeah. like it feels like the pictures that I saw were actually photoshopped. They were not the original press pictures. What I saw blasted across my timeline was the Ford Maverick pickup truck with the original Ford Maverick, 1970s Ford Maverick, hubcap rim wheel things that were like a solid dinner plate disc. And it looked so atrocious i i hated it I so much if, is, that might be an option on like the weird like four-cylinder hybrid one no i think it was literally like a it, like i should have read the article <laughs> i i am guilty of not reading the article in this instance i will admit but i think the the article was literally like look at some guy photoshopped the the old wheels on the new truck thing it, but that tainted my like like of the vehicle immediately that's fair and it it made me angry like i was it yeah, looked that's, so that like an abomination dumb. yeah it looked so dumb i would i i'll try to pull up a picture here in a second but i actually don't think i've seen any pictures of the ford maverick it's I'm, fine i'm aware it's fine. of it it's fine mm -hmm. it apparently only has like a four or five foot bed which it's a like small bed. Kind of feels like it defeats the purpose. Well, of... the Ridgeline got pretty small. It, the newest version of the Ridgeline is a lot smaller than. It's, the, I think uh... it's the same as the first one in terms of bed size, but it. I don't think it's a full size like eight foot well, bed. Well, of course like not. I mean, even prop plywood in it. Even most crew cab like F one fifties only have like a six foot bed. Sure, but <clears throat> it doesn't matter. It's. It starts at just at nineteen nine ninety five. Oh wow! For a base model, which is a CVT oh. front wheel drive hybrid. Oh, gets forty miles to the gallon. Okay, for a utility vehicle. Has a thousand pound towing capacity with a CVT, a which is pounds. which is nothing. Yeah. The one you you or I or any reasonable person would want is the, I believe it's the same drivetrain as the Ranger. It's the turbo four cylinder. EcoBoost. It's all-wheel drive, or it's. I mean, it's still a transverse. The Ranger engine. No, the the Maverick. Right. That's what I'm saying. The Ranger is longitudinally. Yes, rounded. but I think it's the same as the Bronco Sport. It's that the four-cylinder turbo EcoBoost motor takes the towing capacity up to like four thousand pounds, which is oh. pretty okay for a small truck. So and it's a, and it adds all-wheel drive as well. So it's like an Eco Sport or whatever. Kinda. I, I think it's a neat idea. I like it. I think it's going to sell I'm not opposed up. to the idea for the sole reason that... Like, I've always liked the Ridgeline because it's... All the truck that 80% of truck buyers need. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yes. It's it's the truck for the people who drive their F-150 as an SUV. Absolutely. And it's great for, like, week, like homeowners for their weekend runs to Lowe's to pick up a couple things for the house. Well, even, like, 90 As long as you're not trying to tow trips. something heavy, you're it's fine. Yeah. Considering that most families these days like don't have a large number of kids or any kids, like maybe a dog, you know, maybe a friend or two, you could easily pack up like a beach weekend 
into I'm gonna say the Honda Ridgeline because I haven't sure. I have no I, I haven't seen the Maverick. The Ridgeline is significantly larger than the Maverick. The Maverick is pretty oh. small. Have you you've seen the the Bronco Sport, how it's a I relatively have. small SUV? Yes. Or crossover, it's I guess. It's bigger than the Eco Sport, but it's smaller than the Explorer. Yes. It's based on the same platform, so it's roughly the same size. I said it's about the size so of it's, the Ridgeline. It's sm- the Ridge I feel like the Ridgeline's bigger. The, the new the, one is not. It's smaller than a than a Ranger by a fair a fair margin. The Ranger's not the Ranger is not a small truck it's smaller than an f-150 but the f-150 is gigantic now <laughs> yeah that's a fact so it's I, I i'm excited to see them around i think they're going to be cool i think they're going to sell well and I, I i'm that glad they, that they exist i think that i think that it's an important vehicle sure i think that it's good for what they are trying to to drive towards and hopefully more people will really will realize that this is all they need they don't need a $60,000 pickup truck. Exactly, because pickup trucks are so expensive now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't get one that doesn't have, like, a 12-inch LCD screen and massaging leather seats. Like, even if you wanted, like, the basest V6 four-wheel drive Tacoma, it's going to cost you $40,000. Does the base Tacoma not come in a four-cylinder anymore? It does. Okay. But if you wanted, oh, if a, ba- you wanted, if you wanted a base V6... I- that has the better towing capacity with four-wheel drive, it's going to cost you $40,000. And if you can get two Mavericks for that, like, that's crazy. Oh, also, did you know that Hyundai is also making a unibody truck? What? The 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz is a small pickup version of the Tucson. Literal headline from carinddriver.com. Wow. And it actually, I mean, this is a, a picture from the rear... It looks pretty freaking cool. Look at that. That's a Hyundai unibody pickup truck. The Santa Cruz? Yeah. I like it. It's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. The front's a little funky. Well, what is it? Uh, yeah, that's a little funky. But I, I really like it. It's 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 a Hyundai Ridgeline. And I really like the Ridgeline. Personally, I think Hyundai and Kia are killing it these days. That does seem to be the motto. Although, their, their, their warranty returns is still pretty very high yeah, with their engines. Their smaller vehicles are not plagued. Not plagued with a... What am I trying to say here? They got, they got problems. Yeah, they, they, they still got some issues. Yeah. Particularly with their dealer network, from what I hear. Like, when, they, when Kia announced the Stinger... The, the R Cars subreddit was overwhelmed with stories of people trying to go to Kia dealerships to buy a Stinger and having literally the worst dealership experience they have ever had in their entire lives trying to buy the stupid car from Kia. Was it anything like when the Genesis came out? Maybe. Because when the Genesis sure. was initially announced, Hyundai originally said they were not going to sell them in the standard Hyundai dealership showroom. You had to have your own specific showroom. To I think be they able loosened to sell. that, right? What's that? They loosened that. Yeah, well, after yeah. like the first year, because they realized that it was a stupid ass idea. Can I just say the Hyundai Equus is still an awesome looking car? Oh, for sure. Hyundai that car is beautiful. Yes. It really is. I found the Maverick picture. Ah, oh, I want to see this. I want to see what made you hate. Oh, I understand. Do you do you see what I'm saying? I see. It's, it's terrible. It's got like so moon eyes wheels on it. It's like full on Southern California moon eyes, solid disc chrome wheels, it's and it looks really, really so terrible. Bad. Pierce likes it. Pierce I likes don't it. Hate this. I know he doesn't. That's fine. I mean, these are like literally the ideal wheels that I would have for the Corona. 
See, on the Corona, okay, I'm totally okay. on board. That makes sense. Well, if you lowered this car by No, like, no, no. Your Corona is old. <laughs> and I'm saying that this, this Maverick has, like, some it old It has some tendencies. retro styling to it. Why does the front bumper look like a Dodge, though? Is this not the Dodge Cross? Uh, like it I said, a bit. like it I said, a bit. I, this is 100% a photoshopped picture. So I don't know what all has been changed in this picture, but this is, this, this is what this is the announcement of the Ford Maverick that I saw, That's and I was I was thing. angry about. Do you it. know what? I actually have Ford Maverick wheels back there right now. Do you really? The GRs. To intro this subsection, can you explain to me who and what GR is? I don't know. Yes. I forgot most of it. Okay. But I believe it was the lead engineer who, the, the gentleman who headed the LFA program, among others, who died. I cannot, Naruse, how, how, I'm not going to butcher his name. I believe his last name was Naruse. It was him and a couple of other people created like a mini skunk works inside of Toyota, if you will, to run their racing teams. And that is where Gazoo Racing came from. Outside of TRD. Outside of TRD. Because all TRD is at this point is off-road truck stuff and license plate frames and keychains. And Corolla intakes. That don't do anything. And Camry wings. Yes. Oh, the, oh, the okay. Camry is a TR- the TRD Camry is, is a really like nice it. thing. I don't, don't like the TRD Camry. Have you heard one? I'm sure that it is a fine vehicle. Oh, they sound so because good. I like Camrys. That was gonna be half of this episode about how much I like Camrys. Everybody here loves Camrys. Love all of a sudden, <laughs> but I really don't like the wing. That they put on the TRD. It's so bad. I agree with it's that. It's so bad. I agree with that. Okay. No, <laughs> you're wrong. It's bad. It's real bad. I. Yeah. It's, no, no. It's not no, no. good. It's no, not it's, good. But... It's like they wanted to put a wing on it, and they were like, "No, you can have this wing." And I that's think it the fits wing they put on a Camry it. as well as a spoiler could possibly fit. Which is but not at all. Okay. So but it shouldn't be a one. wing. It should. If any, if anything, a ducktail. It, it should have been a ducktail. The new BRZ oh. in '86. Okay, but no manufacturer awesome. is gonna put a ducktail on a car because that. Have you but seen the new BRZ in 86? It has the most extreme ducktail I've ever seen. Only because that's the only wing that looks good on the BRZ. Also true. That's my point. <laughs> also, also looks good on the Camry. But the Camry is an Econo car. doesn't matter. It's and it would good. look good with the ducktail. It would look better. Why, Bears? I'm arguing a point that I agree with, so I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, okay, whatever. The TRD Camry sounds dope. So, the GR, the GR, Gazoo Racing, originally, so they have two generations of GR Yaris now overseas. They have the GRMN Yaris. The German Yaris. (laughs) Which was Gazoo Racing Masters of the Nürburgring, which is absolutely ridiculous. I believe that was on one of the last episodes of Top Gear. It, I was going to say it sounds been. like a Tenacious D album. It was basically a supercharged 2ZZ with a 6-speed in that thing. I remember and it was neat. fun of that. It was neat, and everybody, all the auto journalists liked it. 
then they came out with this new GR or the Yaris GR or whatever it's called. And it's literally a homologation rally car like the old Celica GT4s. And it, it is, is that shit. It is insane. A rear wheel drive dual LSD or a, a rear a 70-30 rear bias dual LSD all wheel drive system with the most powerful turbo three cylinder on the planet. And a car that weighs it's like twenty six hundred pounds. Yeah. And it's a lower roof line than the normal Yaris. It's a totally different chassis to the normal Yaris. It's a carbon fiber roof. And I want one so f***ing bad. And why can't you get one, Jordan? Because they don't sell it in the United States of America. And Because I... of the Carolina squat law. I... Hey! Bazinga. <laughs> yeah. I will never understand why... We don't have the same crash standards as Europe, say, or why? Why we don't get the cool cars? Like I, I just—it's because of the crash standards. And they is don't it? sell here. They well, that's won't. that's the real reason. They, they do don't sell here. But do you not think that if we had had insane, insane cars like that for generations, that we would not be able to sell that car here? Like, say for that's example, why. That's one of the reasons why they have a, a new generation Focus and Fiesta ST overseas that we don't have here that are apparently better in every way. They have a Transit R. I know. <laughs> God, what a car. <laughs> they have a 300 horsepower all-wheel drive Transit. Can I tell you how hard I am for a 300 horsepower <laughs> I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if Nissan had standardized the R32 back in 1994, whatever You're blaming it was, Nissan for this? I, I am, kind of. Because if they had You should blame Mercedes for this. Mercedes? Mercedes is the one that started this whole thing. This is interesting. I heard that point. Continue what you're well, saying about okay, Nissan. So what, what I'm saying is that if Nissan had had the foresight to sell us the GTRs in America... We would have a longing, a desire for these batshit, insane, totally nonsensical vehicles, such as 300 horsepower two-door hatchbacks that are all-wheel drive. Yeah, but also it costs 35,000 pounds. All right, or but dollars. I'm sure that somebody would have paid for it because we would have evolved into I, – I will go so far as to say that the soccer mom generation that we exist in right now exists because Nissan didn't sell us the R32 GTR. The R32 GTR didn't come here because Mercedes made our import laws the way they are. And this is news to me, so continue. Basically, back in the 70s, it was cheaper to buy a Mercedes from Germany and import it to here. And Mercedes USA didn't like that, so they lobbied the United States government, and now we have the 25-year import law. Wait. Say that again. It was cheaper... To purchase, to pay someone in Germany to buy you a Mercedes and ship it here okay, and register so, it. Okay, so gray market. Mercedes. Gray market Mercedes. Okay, it okay. was was the thing because it was significantly cheaper than buying it one from a U.S. dealer. And Mercedes lobbied the, the government to change the laws so that you couldn't do that. And that's why we have our 25-year import rule I, on foreign market cars. Okay, I'm I'm with you three quarters of the way through that story. I don't understand where come where the 25-year thing comes in. They just arbitrarily pick that number, basically. Okay, I get you. But what I'm saying is that if Nissan had bothered to standardize the crash testing on the R32 GTR, you wouldn't have to wait 25 years. I mean, that's true of any cool foreign right. car. 
Right. Not necessarily just the Skyline. You could say the same thing for about JZX chassis cars as well. Or, okay. or early Evos or early Subarus. Okay. So let's say that about those cars then. Sure. Let's say that it's Mitsubishi's fault because, God, what a terrible-ass car. But the Evos aren't. No, okay, yeah. But the current vehicle lineup oh, that they're giving us right now. Oh, Lord. I mean, I'm just saying. What Baby, what is you doing? What is you doing, Mitsubishi? Why are you still here? Just, just it's, it's bad. No one wants you. I know one person. Except for John Kane. <laughs> and he also, on purpose, I, bought a Mitsubishi within the last... Didn't the Snyders also buy a Mitsubishi I, brand new? For some... Know. Shout out to these people. Who I, bought that I don't know. cars because they the were Snyders. cheap. Because... Do they live in Hanover? They live in Chester. Do they? Because Petersburg. No, that's the wrong thing. Why did I say that? That was not what I meant to say at all. It's because they have third row seating. For not a lot of money. It's true. That is a fact. That's literally the reason. I mean, yeah, sure. They probably also have a pretty okay warranty at this point, I would guess, to remain 50,000 miles. That's Maybe, it. but... Five years, 50,000 miles per power. Worse than Hyundai. Some of these well, people... Well, everything is worse than Hyundai. Sorry, go ahead, Corey. The people that I know that own one of these vehicles uh, have had nothing but problems. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. This is my shocked face. I am, I am 0% surprised. But, like... Uh, Mitsubishi, oh how the money had fallen! But but they they make also the Evo Ten was a piece of shit. Oh yeah, so it wasn't. That, yeah. it, hence the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Like I I uh, such a what a car, what a car. The Evo Four through Nine, yeah. like holy cow! Yes, incredible vehicle. And even like the just bought an Evo Four. No, he didn't. Don't tell me that. It's Don't tell awesome. me that. No. Also, mm-hmm. apparently the. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nope. The establishment that he purchased the car from oh. uh, did not sold it to him with a transfer case that is a different gear ratio from the transmission oh, no. and the rear diff. So now he's having to spend a lot of money to get that. Anyway, it makes me sad that the GIRS isn't here, but I am also excited that the Toyota just put up a webpage recently that they are intending to bring some sort of hot hatch version of the Corolla here within the next model year. Which most people are speculating is either a Yaris GR engine in the current Corolla chassis or the full GR Yaris drivetrain in the current Corolla chassis. Either of which would be very fun. Could it not just be the Apex and the hatchback, though? I would... I mean... The cynic in me says, yeah, that's probably what it is. Because that's just garbage. But... It's it's got to be some version of that turbo three cylinder in the Corolla, whether it's a front wheel drive or all wheel drive or like the rally inspired all wheel drive. Because the Corolla chassis is already all wheel drive in overseas markets. The chassis can handle oh. all wheel drive, just like Not the Matrix that. or the um, the IM, the Corolla IM could before, uh, which is why those it's legal in Formula. It was legal in Formula Drift. Uh, because you can run the Euro rear subframe and diff and make it rear-wheel drive. Um, I learned something. If it comes with a rally-inspired all-wheel drive, that'd be great. And if it's under forty grand, I might sell a whole bunch of shit and try to get one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's my thought on that. I'm very excited and also pessimistic about it. Yeah, it just seems like such a great car. The Corolla is... I keep coming back to the Corolla. It's such a good-looking car. It's the cheapest of all the new cars that I can find. That's Are you talking like about the hatch specifically? The hatchback or? specifically. Okay. Um, 
Me personally, my needs would require at least a hatchback. Uh, I am leaning more towards a small SUV of the HRV variety. I like how those look. I love the HRV. And you could get them from 2016 through 2019 with a manual transmission. The Auto Tempest is your friend. We are not sponsored by them, but well, that's probably the best way to find one. Cars.com is where I've been finding them. But they are they they all came with that garbage ass radio, the touchscreen radio with the like sliding volume control. Yeah. It's not great. Well, we joked about it earlier, but I can I seriously considered a Camry. Very oh, yeah, recently. Yeah. Very recently. I if, I think they're great vehicles, but I I think I I think where I landed on that is that it would be a phenomenal car, but I don't think specifically for my work purposes, I don't think that getting a toolbox out of the trunk would be something I want to do every day, um, because you'd have to f like lift it over the lip of the trunk and like do the whole thing. But yeah. it, but coming out of a hatch, I think would be a lot easier because mm. it's like a flat surface and you can just kind of lay it on the ground or whatever. Yeah. But um, I probably just mumbled that whole sentence. Anyways, for the same reason, I've I've kind of sort of landed closer to the to the uh, Corolla hatch because that just seems like maybe it's the better option. But I don't know that it's quite as nice. Well, it's not as nice inside, obviously, because mm -hmm. it's it's the price point is like twenty thousand dollars different. Um, to what? To like the XSC Camry. So like so like from a from a, I'm, all right so because a Corolla SXSE is like mid to high twenties right yes yeah and the, which is the price the current price of a used XSE Camry well no because the all the used cars are I was literally at the dealership a couple weeks ago oh really yeah okay high to, high to mid twenties. And you can get the cam or the Corolla with a six-speed if you wanted. Yeah, to. well, see, this is where this is where I draw the line. If the Camry came with any kind of manual transmission, oh, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I don't. That's not even an no option. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Camry literally only comes with the CVT. Is it a CVT? It does not feel like a CVT. The V6s I thought, was I a, thought were like an eight-speed. I think. Oh, I see. Okay, I've never I've never driven a V6, so I don't know. I, I can't think the V6s the V6. are proper automatics. But they're the, still garbage tuning, but I think they're proper yeah. automatics. The four-cylinder Camrys is, is exactly the same drivetrain, as far as I'm aware, as what comes in the uh, CHR, the letter car. It's just not, it's not, it doesn't feel good. It just doesn't, it just feels like, like the mid-90s Camry, the mid-90s Toyota grandma car, you know. Yeah. Um, it is, the Camry specifically is very comfortable. It's very good looking. It is a good place to be. It feels sexy. Yeah, it really does. But if it had a manual transmission, again, it would be a no-brainer. Or even just a standard automatic, which maybe it does. Maybe I'm I I want to look that thing. up because I've I've put some miles on newer Camrys. Okay. And I don't remember them feeling as terrible as you seem to imply here. I know that the CBT is not great. Whenever I have to drive a Camry, which is frequently, mm -hmm. um, just for tires or brakes or whatever, I, by default, I put them into sport mode. Because when you drive them in standard automatic version, you'll, you'll floor the accelerator, and then like three seconds later, it will try to accelerate. You know, It just feels like what the automatic transmission in a 1982 GMC pickup truck felt like. Yike. 
Yeah. But when you put it in sport mode, then it feels fantastic. I mean, not fantastic, but it feels Acceptable. way better. Acceptable. Yeah, yeah. So if that was the default, maybe even that would be better. But I don't know. I just I want to like the Camry so much more than I already do, which is a lot. Drive, seriously, drive a RV. Uh, I'm assuming more Avalons are V6s than Camrys are. We have no Avalons in our fleet. Oh really? Nope. No. My my point of reference is my father-in-law has a 2018 Avalon V6, and that thing is impressively fast and it's a wonderful place to sit we drove that thing to chicago and back and we were very comfortable yeah i uh, i've like i said spent some time in a camry and it's a wonderful wonderful place to be which is the whole point of like what i do right i spend hours and hours and hours in a car every day so camrys not just for your grandma. That's and, right. Uh, officially, uh, uh, it is the official beer and backfire stamp of approval. Toyota Camry V6. Isn't it also the NASCAR pace car right now? It is. Oh, is it? Beautiful. I believe so. I know you can get one in Rocket League right now. <laughs> can you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so good. Uh, okay. All right. Corey, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> As always, you can find me on Instagram at C dot crehan uh for pictures of good food and ripped pants plot twist you can also find pictures of ripped pants at the daily downshift on instagram because i totally blew out my jeans at the last vir yeah you did (laughs) i had to walk around in my pjs for the entire weekend i'm so (laughs) proud of you (laughs) i will work on ripping some pants for the instagram page s-a-a-v-d-r-o-88 I think you're also on TikTok now, and you have a couple. Of, you have a couple of quality submissions, if I might say. I think they're good. I think they're good I've too. I've got a whole twelve views. So a couple yeah. of those are I'm, probably me. I'm on my way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm also on the TikToks. And you should the post food videos; they get more views. Do they? You should. Okay. My, my video, my video of making turkey gravy has like twelve hundred views. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. I have heard this thing called thirst trap. Gets <laughs> I was about to say, like, I'm just going to throw some, like, buckle, buckle pop- bunny videos up there. It's very popular go. with the youths. The youths. <laughs> Beer and Backfire podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Facebook, Instagram. It's not been updated in a year and a half. We also have an email address that I checked the other day, and it was just full of spam. It was awesome. <laughs> I am unsurprised. Yeah. If you want to, you can try to communicate with us. On the Facebook page. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. Or email. I wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, we get lonely sometimes. Yeah. Give us something to talk about. It'd be great. Please. (laughs) 